Hello, Jake. Welcome to the stream. Jake. Cody, how you doing, brother? Alice, how are you doing? Slicka slicka slim shady. We decided instead of doing music and avoiding, you know, trying to avoid copyright problems, we figured why not just in, uh, say hello to people as they come in. So, hello. Glad you are doing well, Cody. Corbin, my dude, welcome to the stream. Patrick. What's up? Go Vandals. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. <laughs> Hi, SpongeBob. Patrick! Gary! Hey, 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 hey! My name's not Rick! Oh my gosh, is that Jacob? The mysterious Jacob we always talk about but never decides to show up? Jacob Lewis Westcock? Lewis? Jacob Lewis, how you doing, Jacob Lewis? Too good for dollar beers, I see. Speaking of Go Vandals, Patrick Starr is an Idaho Vandal. That's true. It is. Bill Thagerbaki. That guy. That guy. He was also in How I Met Your Mother. The uh, the chief engineer for SpaceX is a Vandal. What? Yeah. Leave it to engineering to put Idaho on the map. Yeah. <laughs> Except he's not a billionaire like Elon Musk, so. Uh, Jacob's getting, he's using foul language. He said, eat my butt. That's gross. Jacob, that's... There's no nutritional value that's, there. That's for private private conversation. Your butt's for private use only. <laughs> By private, I mean me. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Uh, 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 uh. Jacobo. Uh, uh, uh. Jacob says he's not too good for dollar beers. I'm on mobile. Dang, you're even going through the... Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Doing it mobile style. I like it. We oh, appreciate here I am. your I views. I found the comments. Now I can see the comments. Okay. I wonder what the t- the delay is going to be like on the comments. Well, let me uh, let me post something. Hey, Micah, welcome to the podcast. Delay test. Okay, <laughs> I just sent it. Let me know when you get it. Delay test. Got it. That's pretty quick. That's pretty zingy. Pretty zippy. So if you guys don't know already, we we do have a new setup in my office space downtown idaho falls it's pretty lit he has literally nothing on his walls i have nothing in here i've been here for over three years and it's just empty there are more chairs than things on the walls that's by a large margin just showed up in here i don't know why By a large (laughs) margin like you could put like an elliptical in here a mini fridge i don't know i need i have a mini fridge at home put a mini fridge in here but we have a fridge. I don't need one. We have one in the conference room, too. I don't need one. You know, you don't need to interact with your co-workers. <laughs> it's true. You are right across the uh, the hallway. Yeah. From, you're closer to your work kitchen than I am from my home kitchen when I'm in the bedroom. So <laughs> I guess, yeah, no excuses. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to go live. I don't know why we're hiding. What's going on, everybody? Uh, this is the new look. Um, hey. This is my screen. I need to bring in my computer. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're still getting used to it, but um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it though. I mean, it, just before we got started, now we're having decent conversation. There's people in here, and I think having just all this space, you know, we're just not used to it. So we can like have our a side computer. I've got my main computer here. Micah can set up his team's logos on display. <laughs> but because we have desk space, I'm seriously thinking about bringing 
some bobbleheads in. Like, I have a Mark Schlereth bobblehead doll. Mark Schlereth? <laughs> Go Vandals once again. A lot of, uh-huh. a lot of Vandal uh, mentions already, but just stick him, like, right here, and I can, like... Stick him. Like, shake his head around when I'm talking. I don't know. Or flick his head when I make a good point. Like, ding, got one. So you need a third camera because we're getting super fancy. And yeah. you got to have a basketball basket <laughs> on the wall. I and actually when someone did. has a hot take, you gotta you gotta sink it to to mi- to solidify yeah, it. Solidify it. <laughs> if you miss it, then it's just a it's crap. So I can do that. I'm surprised um, you don't have anything basketball in here. I really am. There's I don't a know. Lot of room. I'm surprised I don't either. I don't know what it is. I just I feel awkward about bringing my personal belongings into my office space because I have to meet with people. Although that's a great conversation starter. What if they come in? They're like, "Oh, you're a Lakers fan. I'm out. Like we just lost a customer." You know what I mean? It's probably be a joke, but I, I feel like with nothing on the walls, you feel really cold. Like, I think it's, it's working against <laughs> but you. But I have these windows. The sun beams right in here, sometimes right in my face. And there's shades. It's like you're, <laughs> I think you're a vampire, Kyle. Like, <laughs> at least like a big Idaho flag. Something. You need something. <laughs> I should probably get some yeah, stuff, it's, especially it's, for the podcast. I mean, you got plenty yeah, of wall it's, space. It's echoey. Uh, Alice says you can get a collection of bobbleheads like Mike and Mike. Yeah, see, that's the idea. I mean, the studio space kind of gives more opportunity to let us, like, decorate. But because it is my office space, we have to keep it at least a little bit tame. <laughs> I mean, I would love to have, like... Lots of pern. <laughs> no, not pern. Lots of pern. Um, you know, all kinds of decorations. But the layout right now just doesn't quite work. I mean, I could open the windows and have some posters on the windows. <laughs> Pat says, don't you want to express yourself? You need more flair. You know what? I was afraid of offending anybody. You guys are right. Next time you watch this podcast next week, it's just going to be flair everywhere. Like You can't even see us. It's just (laughs) crazy flair. I mean, if you add too much flair, though, it just looks messy and yucky. Icky, if you will. But, hey, Micah, how was your, uh, your holiday break? It's been a couple of weeks since we've done a podcast. There's been a lot of holiday cheer was, going on. You know, it was great because I didn't have to do a podcast. Just kidding. That was me. I hate you. <laughs> You're dead to me. No, it was I'll good. I'll turn off your camera right good now. Good to get away. Yeah, true. I, I, have, I couldn't even try to fake control this thing anymore. So. <laughs> Before yeah. I could, you know, maybe reach over and <clears throat> hit escape. Escape. No longer. I could dive across the table, but yeah, Micah's now at a. He's out of reach, so there's no quite a ways away. No choice of him for him to be able to sabotage this thing. Nope. He is now here, yep. and out of reach, and he can't. There's there's quite a delay with the video. Oh, is, yeah, the video. There's like a 15 second delay. So like I'm. It's kind of weird to be. I'm trying to watch the mm-hmm. the one that they're seeing. So when the comments come in, I can. Derek Lords is watching. Hey, I went to high school with Derek Lords. Nice. Derek? I can't actually see who's watching on the desktop view, which I think is weird. You think that's something they would have? Yeah, you think that would be like I have it right here on <laughs> Me Mobile. Yeah. So. You can like swipe over and see who's yeah. there. Yeah, so well, uh, Derek, we're, uh, we're just about to get started. Just so. about to get started. We're just talking holiday stuff. Jake says pictures of your fur babies, family pictures. I have a picture of Kelly that's like tucked away over here. I could. You're in it too. I could stick her. Yeah, I am also in that. <laughs> uh, trying to have some sort of a smaller ego. I'm like, <laughs> it's a picture of me and my wife. You could say us. Yeah, it's us. It's a picture of us. us, me and Bay. Hi, yeah. Tony. How are you doing tonight? 
welcome to the podcast. Um, we're just talking a little bit of holiday stuff and then about the bet. But holiday stuff, I mean, you know, Christmas, that go pretty well with all your family? I don't celebrate Christmas. You don't celebrate Christmas? No, I don't celebrate Christmas. Okay, well, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't, for real? No, we do. Okay, I was like, geez, like pulling a quick one on me on the podcast even. Um, for me, it's good. I mean, you know, obviously when you're married, you got more families to to, uh, to please by showing your face. Exactly, and, one more family. Well, yeah, more families. But sometimes <laughs> there's like a big family thing and then there's like the smaller family mm, thing. The intimate settings of the family. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen the, the madness that my, my wife Kelly's, Keltron, her family's thing can be. There's like probably I've, 40 to 50 people at this party. I've seen the madness that... Kelly can be, so <laughs> I believe it. She's tame. I mean, it's the kids that really go crazy, and I think Tony here in the chat can attest to that. So can Alice. Um, but you know, kids are—they don't know. They're still trying to develop those social skills that we all already have, and some just, of us do anyway. <laughs> yeah, hopefully most of us. Jacob. Jacob. Yeah, he's not very social. He's not, social, he's not, not even, butterfly. He's not even talking anymore. Jerk. But yeah, Christmas was good. Um, I have to say thanks to my mom and my brother for hooking me up with a lot of the new podcast equipment. Like they went in on like one of these mics and also a tripod and the second webcam. And that kind of enabled this to be even cooler than it was before. And thanks to them. And I don't want that to diminish the fact that every, all the other gifts people gave me for Christmas, this is just one I, I'm going to use all the time. I did get new tires, so shout out to all the people who helped me with new tires on the car. I got you to work today. I am here, my car sitting out there with those tires on it. Like the next day after after Christmas, day after Christmas, I went to tire place. I'm like, here's the money, do it, <laughs> do your worst. <laughs> and so that's really nice to have because that that was something I was really worrying about. Like my tires are just messed up and I can't afford it. It's like Christmas really just saves me every year. Quit buying all those drugs, Kyle. What? Quit buying all those drugs. Well, gotta you know, I gotta spend my money somehow. Gotta keep myself happy. Somebody I don't do drugs. drugs. Kids don't do drugs. Stay away. Just say no. Stop, drop, and roll. To drugs, say perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> maybe when you're you're when you're of age. When so you're of age and you can perhaps. make adult decisions, maybe yeah. you can do what you want. Perhaps. Um. But anyways, in the last time we did a podcast, we had a bet. And we were initially going to bet on um, the week 16 games, I believe it was, for NFL. And yeah. then, and we were going to also bet on the Christmas Day basketball games. But we decided um, we would just do the basketball Christmas Day games. Just keep it simple. Simple. There's only five games. And, uh, well, what do you know? I ended up losing again. <laughs> um, you know, basketball no. is I'm my... undefeated. Ba- he's undefeated. Three undefeated. And, is that 3-0? Yeah. So I've done the crazy drink... Payment. And Boston fan. The Boston fan payment. Yeah. We should um, have this compounding, so <clears throat> should have had to drink another drink and be a Boston fan. <laughs> this week, drink a drink, be a Boston fan, and play hoops. <laughs> that would be insane. All of the, like we're at the gym, like pounding this yeah. nasty drink. Like you would be pounding the nasty drink. <laughs> yeah, this week I would be. Yeah. Uh, but no, I I think because the setting is now at my office, I'm like maybe I should respect my employer and probably not bring alcohol into the workplace. <laughs> so. Water it is. Woo! Maybe I can get permission later. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, there's, a, there's a few. There's more than one beverage that looks like water. 
I mean, we could put water in solo cups. And it's just water. We could put water in beer cans. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a real twist. Yeah. Plot twist. Funny, you can put water into any container that contains other liquids. No. It's weird. It's wild. That doesn't make any sense Hot to take. me. <laughs> or a cold take, because water should be drank cold. Unless you put it in something else, like you're saying you can do. Uh, <clears throat> Let's get this thing started. All right. Let's do this thing. Um, we talked enough. Cody, real quick, says vodka, tequila, waragi. What is waragi? I need to do a googly search. It's a gin. Is that a guess? It's banana gin. Waragi is a generic term in Uganda for domestic distilled beverages. Waragi is also given different names depending on region of origin. There is distillation involved. It's a gin. Homemade gin. Yeah. All right. I've had waragi. Cody brought it back from uh, Uganda. It's made from bananas. Bananas? Bananas. Hey, Dallas had... Dallas had some some beverage from Brazil that was made from bananas. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. That was not terrible, but it was still bananas. I may or may not have been intoxicated that night. <laughs> may or may not have fallen asleep in Jacob's basement on may- a concrete floor. Dude, that's that was a different night. Never that's mind. a talent. That's a different night. <laughs> that was a different different night. night. <laughs> oh man! And then uh, Cody's like, he knows, he knows what that is. I know. And then Patrick, I went, I went forward. Four and thirteen in fantasy football this year. I don't want to talk about it. I really, I won two games. Yeah, uh, the uh, the Richards brothers, at least uh, Michael and Kyle here, must have got their fantasy football genes from their mother. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, they finished eleven and twelve out of twelve, and their dad got second. Yeah, we did pretty bad this year. I mean, awful. I had a little bit, you know, a couple things in my defense. I had. I think I had number one pick. I took David Johnson, mm-hmm. and then he got injured. Jacob had number one. You had number two pick. But he didn't take David Johnson. No, he took uh, Le'Veon Bell. I took David Johnson. Yeah, thinking like, blames you. oh, he's the number one projection. I should probably go with it and just see what happens. And then you know what happens? The worst. He gets injured for the season. And off to a terrible start was my fantasy football. Um, and it just – the the it was like the first or second week I played my dad and like me and my dad in this other league we've been like you know we're always like pretty close to the top I'm I'm always in the top four in this other league well that league is gone now this is my main one that you started uh, this year and so when I played my dad I'm like oh I got this you know I know my dad's ways and what he tries to do and well I had him beat when I went to bed and when I woke up the next day a score adjustment really messed me up. The score adjustment made him win by 1.5, and that's pretty much how my season went. So score correction. <laughs> um, what? Score correction. Oh, Stack yeah. Correction. Yeah, that, that sucks. That's, I actually started to write an article about that, and then I got too pissed off, and I put it away. Uh, Patrick says, after Deshaun Watson went down, I was screwed. Dude, that's such a – what's crazy is he has more touchdowns than, like, five or six other quarterbacks this season. And starting he was, quarterbacks. Starting quarterbacks, and he was gone after week nine – yeah. Seven, something like that. Well, it helps when you throw like four game. Yeah, I mean, he was putting up MVP like numbers as a rookie. Could you imagine winning rookie of the year and MVP of the year? That'd be pretty awesome. When only playing nine games, eight games, he didn't play the first game. Yeah, he could still. I mean, I feel like he still gets rookie of the year. Is there anybody else that's in contention with that? Um, I feel like there's a running back, Fournette. Fournette, yeah. Todd Gurley's not a rookie this year. No. Um, Dalvin Cook was until he got hurt, but and then 
the Saints guy. Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Is that who you just said? Yeah. Oh, Kamara. I thought I heard, I heard that Credit wrong. to your dad, though. He he called that so early on. Picked him up and... Yeah. Well, he well, talked about it in the draft, and I was like, <laughs> Well, they had Adrian Peterson and Ingram at the time, and I was like, nah. Yeah. And then the Peterson thing didn't work out, and what do you know? He, uh, I don't know if he finished with more yards than Ingram. I wouldn't be surprised. He probably finished yeah. with more all-purpose yards Yeah, that's Ingram. probably true. And he's a rook. Man, that's wild. Some crazy rookies this year. Um, Drop that well, graphic. Let's do this graphic. Let's get into this podcast. Welcome to episode 34. Let's go. Sports. So we live. Again, we're back. Hello. Wow, that was quick. We'll get better at this, I promise. You feel Welcome. I, I feel like, you know, 12 episodes in, we should be all right at this, but... Well, you know, we need to do like a little succinct, like maybe even pre-recorded video, just something goofy. Right. So that just automatically yeah. plays. We don't have to think about yeah. doing it. Just, just do it. Keep it to two minutes <laughs> at most and then drop it. Yeah. So that's just more preparation though, man. It's hard. <laughs> Clearly you don't spend your time decorating. So, <laughs> so I should have time. You should have that. some time. So uh, I love how you just throw me into the bus all the time. It's, it's just terrible. That's what I do. Uh, Cody says Fournette tapered off after the injury. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was on your fantasy team there. Cody Codester. So let's dive into episode 34. Uh, today we're going to be talking, uh, a lot about NFL MLB. There's uh, some hall of fame talk going around, uh, and people who are on the ballot for that, who might go in, who, who's going to get snubbed. And then also the college football playoff, obviously playoff. Um, but I do have to, do this quick thing where I have to tell you that abstract sports is bringing sports back to life, man. Uh, I saw this video recently of Kobe Bryant talking about basketball and what it's supposed to mean and all this stuff. And he was saying that anybody who believes in the philosophy that sports are a good metaphor for life, they can be a part of our team. You can be a Laker, Kyle. And I was like, you can be a Laker. <laughs> he's not a Laker anymore. Oh my God, you can be. He's a Laker for life. Kobe works for Kobe Inc. Duh. But <laughs> he said, and I was like, dude, my tagline's bringing sports back to life. Like, get at me, bro. We're pretty much already on the squad. And just no, no paycheck yet. You need to hashtag Kobe in this right now. Hashtag Kobe. <laughs> That'll get him. Yeah. <laughs> at Kobe Bryant. At Kobe Bryant. Yeah. At Kobe Bryant or and whatever his name that is. Could just go straight to his agent. Yeah. Or, or his overflow phone. Yeah. Overflown. Um, but we're bringing sports back to life. We look at the game from abstract and popular angles. We try, could, try to relate things back to life. He could have his own little segment, the Mumba Mumbles. The <laughs> Mumba Mumbles? Yeah, the Mumba Mumbles. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can do just an entire segment every podcast. Let's about get him on the phone. <laughs> you know what? I have his number right now. Yeah, good. Yeah. It's... Uh, 200 kobe <laughs> i don't know why it's no it's 824 kobe that makes the most sense got him <laughs> uh cody's dropping uh three three leaf clovers <laughs> in the chat uh cody here is a celtics fan as you can see they're playing tonight they are the celtics and the Cavaronis. but isaiah thomas isn't playing not tonight. He nope. played. He played last night. They put him on rest. They don't want him on a back back. Mm, that makes sense. So. I mean, especially when they're like 
being careful with him making contact in practice. You know, maybe they shouldn't do that. Yeah, and your second game back, you probably don't want to have to guard Kyrie. <laughs> That's another way to break your hip. Probably <laughs> not the best idea. He'll break your ankles and your hip. That'd be the worst. Like, when I go to the gym sometimes and I'm playing basketball, one of my worst fears is, like, having somebody cross me up and I literally roll my ankle or break my ankle. Like, that is one of the scariest things. Kelly, come get me. <laughs> like, the older I get, that's a thought I have in my head when I go to the gym. I'm like, please don't cross me over. And I'm like, <laughs> just playing it light. Uh, I have three cats to feed. <laughs> Can't end my livelihood. <laughs> hey, that's my wife. What? That was rough. Well, that <laughs> bad timing. Bad timing. That's all right. Uh, and they're winning, so I guess the Cavs are winning. Cavs... Wait, Cavs or Celtics? Celtics. Oh, Sorry, okay. I'm I'm watching the stream so I can look at the comments. I don't have anything else up on my phone. <laughs> I need to like. Find I'm bringing my laptop next week or Baggis laptop. I'm bringing something that I can put the at least the outline on because this is really tough flip flopping from one tab to the other. And put something on your walls. Something on the walls. So a lot of things to do between now and next something week. Something on the Got walls. It. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I have this set up so I don't have to do that again. Yeah. One um, flag and a couple of thumbtacks. Bam. Bam! Punching holes in my boss's Bam. walls. Yeah, I can't make like, fun of you anymore. Bam! <laughs> Just got to do all these things. Okay. So there is some news in the NHL you were going to talk about. From what I understand, the Vegas Golden Knights are still killing it. Um, killing it. For being the expansion team. Yeah, for being a bunch of uh, players that weren't necessarily unwanted by their teams but not found as valuable as certain players. <laughs> uh, all kind of put together in a new city that normally doesn't have ice at any time during the year. Are, uh, are killing on the strip. Yeah, they're uh, they're leading their conference. So um, I think they only have lost like nine times or something. You know what? I'm going to so pull that up on the uh, The Lightning and the Knights are their respective leaders, I believe. So doing pretty good. I have two of their players on my fantasy hockey team. Pretty good. I have their points leader, and I also have uh, one of their wingers. Oh, wow. Yeah, they are 27-9. and nine. Called it. So, yeah, they're doing pretty well. Uh, what's the Lightning record in Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay Lightning is, I saw it up here, they are 29-8. and 29-8. So the Vegas Knights, who are a bunch of, not misfits, um, just kind of a hodgepodge of not the most talented guys. Most, I mean, I imagine the vast majority of them have not played together before. Yeah, I mean, when it averages out, they have as much talent as another team. They just don't really have a star. Right. They have kind of a, a blossoming star. But uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning have uh, Steven Stamkos, who is a superstar. And I forget superstar. I forget their other guy's name. Um, but they're like number one and number four in the points board. I bet so. Pat can tell you. Pat uh, yeah. is a huge Tampa Bay Lightning fan. Oh, yeah. He, Tampa he Bay says, is the best in the league. The league. Yeah, they have uh, – it's like number one and number four for points in their players, and they're, they're on the same line. Yeah, it's, Tampa, it's pretty ridiculous. Tampa Bay has got 60 points, and Vegas Golden Knights have 56 yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty nuts. Um, there's the only a, on Tampa Bay. There's only a couple teams in the fifties, even like. So it's uh, it's it's pretty good for Vegas. I'm I'm happy for them. I didn't really have a, an NHL team, so to speak. I mean, my brothers in Dallas. I've seen a couple. Of, yeah, not a couple. I've seen a Stars game, and if I had to root for one, I'd probably root for Dallas. But kind of like in the Knights, just yeah. because they're. Uh, Bunch of guys that you know didn't necessarily not want to be there. They're like sort but, of forced into the situation. Yeah, and have exactly. To, they didn't. They didn't succeed. have a say. It was, uh, you know, we're not going to protect you from the expansion draft, which I'm sure you understand because you know, you right? Gotta, you got to protect your best of the protect best. Malkin and Crosby <laughs> and Ovechkin. Crosby is the yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to protect those guys. But um, 
Yeah, and they, uh, you know, they kind of, you know, took it and ran with it. So Pat here saying Nikita Kucherov is the best player in the league right now. Yeah, he's on the Lightning. I he's, he's the other guy you were talking I'm pretty about. Sure. Okay, you can look it up and verify that. <clears throat> so let me try it. See if I can spell that on the first try. Look, whoa. Okay, there's two different spellings for Nikita's that are like, yeah, he's a Lightning guy. Yeah. So uh, him and Stamkos. It's pretty hell of a lineup there Stam- and i had stamkos last year in my fantasy league and he got hurt and had to have surgery and it sucked still got third though stamkos is such a good hockey name i feel like yeah if it's made if it's mostly vowels it's a good hockey name <laughs> i just saw one in here i don't know if it was a hockey player but when i typed in nikita it came up with nikita khrushchev so it, with hockey names it goes one way one of two ways it's mostly vowels him. or no vowels Yes, so, good hockey names. <laughs> the the guy so. that I thought was might have been a hockey player because of that situation. Yeah. He was actually a Soviet statesman who led the Soviet Union during part of the Cold War. Oh, <laughs> maybe so, maybe you're on Google too much. There, that's huh? Nikita Khrushchev, not to be confused with the guy that Pat talked about just now. Yeah. So, but who I do have on my famous team that I'm happy that I picked up, Tuga Rask, goalie for Boston. Let me look at that spelling again. It was. Yeah. Tuka Rask? Yeah, Tuka Rask. He's the, the goalie for the Boston Bruins. But anyway, he had a really horrible start to the season. Um, a former all-star goalie went like 0-8. Eight straight losses. He's playing really rather poorly. Uh, no, what he, his offseason was like? What was he doing to I don't know. Come man, he was cold? okay last season. I had him last <laughs> season too. Um, Party and, hard in Boston. Yeah, he was, he was playing really poorly like really bad and they benched him you know as coaches do when you play poorly yep and uh he was out a couple of weeks i think he played a game here and there but then he earned the starting job back and he's like 11 0 and 1 he got 11 wins no losses and one tie since then i picked him up picked him up when he got benched because he was on the waiver wire mm-hmm. and my goalies were so so and it's <clears> been great well, had, like, two shutouts since then as well. I mean, when you take a star player out of the lineup like that, it kind of lights a fire underneath them. Yeah. And it, it makes them compete harder for their spot because, you know, when you're a high-caliber high competitor, you, you want to be in the spotlight. You want to be the one that's putting your team success yeah. on the line. Yeah, and he, he knew that. He was just took a step back. I think, it, I think the game, I don't know if it got too fast for him or – what but he's, yeah. he's definitely got it back just he didn't yeah something didn't yeah. click right off yeah the, off he, the, he got his group back i mean i know how that feels i mean to relate it back to my life hey shout out slogan bsb2l hashtag uh <laughs> so when i'm doing on it like a web design like a really in-depth one for a big big time client i'm like a huge client huge, huge the biggest huge you know clients Yes, I know clients, I know right? Clients. And I have the best clients. That's why when I'm like working on a huge website for them, I want to do, oh, I want to like knock this thing out of the park, and I want them to like give me good feedback and then spit out some revisions and give them what they want. But there are certain times where I'm like working on a long web design, and I get to a point where I'm like, I've got to step away from this because like I'm just not, like things aren't clicking for me. So it's kind of like that guy when he's you know, trying his best, but it's still not enough. He steps away, comes back, and he just like knocks it out. That's what happens to me a lot. With a web lot. Des- a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot in web design and code, because like you can get stuck on a problem, then come back and be like, "Oh, I haven't tried this," and then it works. You're like, "Glad I took that walk around the block." Awesome sauce. Uh, so that's I'm gonna use that at work. Like, where are you going? I need to walk. Like, you have patience. 
<laughs> need to walk. <laughs> I'm not I'll do my, it better I'm not next on my time. A game, Doc. <laughs> it's okay. I missed her eye with the, the air puff test. I'll take a walk. I'll come back and get it right yeah. next time. Which, by the way, you know, ITD, get at me. You need to hire me. <laughs> tired of applying for jobs and not getting calls. Uh, Shout out ITD. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my speaking of design stuff and the ITD, my dad and my father-in-law, who both work together in the same office, as you know, uh, they they told showed me this design competition to design these safety coins. I'm sure that went well. Uh, well, I haven't. I haven't submitted anything yet, but they're due on the fifteenth of January. And oh, I thought they—I thought they showed you some designs. Oh no! Well, they, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> check out what we made. That was probably <laughs> yeah. pretty swell. <laughs> yeah, state employees designing things—that's yeah. just a scary thought to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> papyrus everywhere, Comic Sans. Papyrus. <laughs> but herbal teas. But basically, Shakira merch. <laughs> it's just like these. These little like coins that they give out as a, as rewards to people for being safe for a year, not getting in a wreck for a year, or something like that. You know what everyone loves? Money. You know what we're not going to give you? Money. You know what we are going to give you? Something that reminds you of money. Yeah, coin. <laughs> coin. <laughs> Can you spend it? No. Yeah. And so I'm going to come up with some designs for that. I haven't really come up. I mean, there's so many things I could think of, like a hard hat, obvious pick for a safety coin. A seat belt. Seat belt. A cone. Maybe like a double seatbelt cross. Like. An airbag. <laughs> a life vest. There's, But I mean, I just feel like I need more context. A friend, just, which is a climbing utility. Who, like, what are we Carabiner. rewarding these people for doing? Not getting in wrecks? Okay, then I'll put a seatbelt on this thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If I received a safety coin, I'd be like, can't you just give me the money? <laughs> just, what would this cost? A quarter? After you paid for the coin to be stamped, <laughs> paid the designer, and you made 10 coins, what are these coins worth? Give yeah. me that instead of making me <laughs> some damn coins. The designer is not going to get paid anything, I can tell you that much. I don't even know what I get if the I designer's win. designer's doing it wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you got to do stuff for free to get, a, get noticed, but I don't really need that. But I still am going to submit. They're expecting me to, so we'll see what happens. Uh, there's a fun little tangent for you guys uh, since we're on the topic of ITD and design. Two things you never just, want to hear. Just in the make same a sentence. coin that says "Hire Micah." <laughs> Submit that design. Send this straight to HR, please. Yeah, put my email and phone number on it. Oh my gosh, that's great! So I'm going to hire you to do that. Um, so moving on to some some uh, some of this action. Action. Baseball. Got some baseball action for you guys. I know it's not baseball season anymore, as the Astros took the World Series. Um. But there is some Hall of Fame discussions going on right now and who's going to be making it and who's not. Um, I was informed yesterday in my test broadcast on my personal Facebook. Um, actually, Pat here, in the, in the comments, his little brother um, was saying that uh, – what's his name? Let me go find it here. Uh, he was saying that as of last night, Edgar Martinez w- could have been in the Hall of Fame. Martinez. Edgar Martinez. I'm pretty sure that's who, what he mentioned, but from – in my studies, like I, I don't know very much about like balloting and stuff, and like what, how many votes they need to get or how that works. But um, according to Baseball Reference, Baseball-Reference.com, it's a very. Have you ever seen that site? I mean, they haven't paid. They didn't pay us for this this spot right now. But I'm just saying that they have like all the stats here that you can think of. And what's cool is you can go through and like select different rows, and so you can like highlight stats you want to talk about in a podcast. So it's really what? helpful. 
What? Yeah. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> so according to this, it says below are all of the players included in the 2018 ballot provided by the Baseball Writers of America Association. Players must appear on 75% of all ballots to gain induction. So that's how it works in baseball, apparently. And Didn't so know. I'm going to go through here. And there are 33 guys on this list. I just want to go through, and I want you to tell me who you recognize, like, by name. Because, I mean, I, I have a few that I remember, but I'm not a baseball guy. So, okay. Trevor Hoffman. Yes. Vladimir Guerrero. Guerrero sounds familiar, but that's right. Uh, Edgar Martinez. Yeah. Roger Clemens. Yes. <laughs> Barry Bonds. Yeah. Uh, Mike Mussina. Mm-hmm. Kurt Schilling. Yep. Manny Ramirez. Yep. Larry Walker. Yep. Yeah? Is he a Cardinal or something? I don't know that guy. I don't think so. Fred McGriff. No. You don't know Fred McGriff? Oh, I used to, when I was really little, I remember talking about Fred McGriff. That's just such a cool name. I remember Fred McGriff. McGriff, the crime dog? Yeah. <laughs> Billy Goats McGriff. <laughs> uh, Jeff Kent. Gary Sheffield. Yeah. Billy Wagner. Yep. Sammy Sosa. Yep. Chipper Jones. Yep. Jim Tomey. Yep. Scott Rowland. Yep. And then, so, from Chipper Jones down, this is their first year on the ballot. Chipper will make it eventually if he doesn't make it this year. Yeah, he has zero percentage of the votes right now, so... Yeah. But he'll make it eventually. I mean, yeah, I don't think Chipper Jones is first. You know, when they say first ballot Hall of Famer, that's kind of how they. Yeah, no, he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. But he's definitely a memorable guy in the MLB. I remember he's one of the best Braves ever. Yeah, I agree. If not the best Brave ever, I don't know. Was was Roger Clemens a Brave? I don't know. Oh, Roger Clemens played for Houston and New York. Who's the other guy I'm thinking of on the Braves? Uh, Chipper Jones, and there's another guy at the same time. Ah, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, but I'm just going to rattle these off because, I mean, we might remember some of these, but those are some big names up in the top five, or the top 15, 16. So then he goes Andrew Jones, Johan Santana, Johnny Damon, Carlos Zambrano, Jamie Moyer, Omar Vis- Vizquel, Chris Carpenter, Levon Hernandez, Orlando Hudson, Kevin Millwood, Kerry Wood, Carlos Lee, Aubrey Huff, Hideki Matsui, Jason Isringhausen, and Brad Lidge. Those are the 33 guys on the Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. Um, Chipper Jones will make it probably not this time. Yeah, and if we're going off of uh, the percentage of ballots right now, none of them qualify. There's one guy at 74%. That's Trevor Hoffman. Well, I'm not sure Clemens is going to make it due to the whole uh, steroid issue. Yeah, he's got 54.1%. So he'll make it eventually, but he won't make it this time. And that's his. He's this is his sixth year on the ballot. He's been on there for a while. I'm okay if he doesn't make it. But I mean, like Edgar Martinez has been on there ninth. You know, nine years. This is his ninth year, and I think that's why Pat or Pat's little brother Tom was uh, telling me about him because he's been tr- like he's been trying. <laughs> you know, just right there on the doorstep every single time. Of course, it's uh, really not up to him. But, and yeah. then we've got so Helena joined the podcast. What's going on, Helena? Thanks for stopping through. Alice says Chipper Jones first vote inductee, uh, and uh, she's just like braving it up over here. Alice is a huge Braves fan. Um. Boot. Just kidding. Uh, And then Pat Pat says Larry Walker played for the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, I don't remember Larry Walker. No, Mm -hmm. I don't. So Um, Atlanta has a new baseball stadium. I guess they did last year. That's right. Turner Field wasn't that old. 
Yeah, I, I know that for the Olympics. when they built the new one, they made it so that like fans could buy a part of it. You know, like you yeah. you buy a brick, you get your name put on it. Oh, there's there's all sort of marketing crap for all the new stadiums. Be like, like, it's, how can we get the fans to pay for it, not us? <laughs> besides their tax dollars, how else can we get money out of these people? You want a brick? Cool. Here you go. Here's a brick. Here's a brick for $200. So, uh, uh, Alice is saying that list you have shows the percentage they had last year, and the new guys have no percent because they weren't in the vote last year. Oh, get with it, Kyle! Come on, man! I can't control this. I have no monitor. <laughs> That's that says for 2018. I can share the link here. I'll share the link in the chat. Then you tell me what's up. Griff was for the Braves. <laughs> for yeah, the Griff. old 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 Turner Field is now a football stadium. There we go. I just dropped that uh, 2018 ballot link in the comments Dropping here. Dropping links, man. Uh, for people who are listening to this show on SoundCloud or iTunes or TuneIn or anything like that, um, just know that we do a lot of interaction with fans in the comments and stuff. So if you want to be a participant in that and see the links we're sharing, what makes us us. You want to go to facebook.com slash abstract sports. <laughs> wow. Facebook.com slash abstract sports and uh, you can be a participant in the combo. So the votes aren't in yet. Okay, so. When is the actual vote then? <laughs> Why would it say 2018 official Hall of Fame vote and then have the numbers from last year without telling me? Kyle, did you know that anybody can edit Wikipedia sites? It's this isn't Wikipedia. I know, I'm just saying the internet is full <laughs> of hot garbage. But it's baseballreference.com. There's guys a are lot of crazy baseball fans out there that can make crazy baseball fan sites. Let's see. I wonder if this link will tell me something. Uh, percentage votes. See, it doesn't say anything about 2017. Okay, well, I'll take your word for it, Alice. I mean, you are the biggest baseball fan I know, probably. When in doubt, don't argue with the mother-in-law. Yeah, you, you win, you win. You win. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like arguing with your wife. It's, uh, you just, yeah, sure, you <laughs> just, win. Mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. walk away. Yeah, yeah, just walk away. Just walk it yeah. back, be, be alive yeah. at the yeah. end of the day. Happy wife, happy life. Happy mother-in-law, easier life. <laughs> so. Yeah, they could make it real difficult, but I feel like they wouldn't. But I'll, I'll always be nice. Don't worry, Alice. <laughs> Hear what he says off the microphone. Just yeah, I'm like, man, she's awesome all the time. Man. Uh, but, yeah, so that's... Wish Eric would let me drive his Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I don't like Jeeps. You don't like the Jeep? Huh? No, I drove our buddy Dallas's Jeep when he had that. It's a different Jeep. I almost ran into McDonald's drive through wall going through there one time driving it because <laughs> the wheels stick out, and I'm not used to that. Hmm. Like, you know, I use my reference points, but the hood is... This is much shorter, so I'm like, oh, I'm looking where I should. Oh, dang, I just about hit that pole. This is a different Jeep. This is a different Jeep, but it's like the classic body style. So I was like, man, this is awesome. And then I almost hit McDonald's. Not as awesome. But, you know, there's a lot of names on that baseball list that, like, really take me back to my childhood. Because when I was a kid, I I was more involved in baseball in in the sense that I would always pretend to be them when I played backyard baseball, you know. And, you know, I, I remember having a Colorado Rockies shirt that was, like, just mangled and gross. But I wore it. Oh, I just hit a button. Hope I didn't do anything. Um, and people like Chipper Jones, Fred McGriff, uh, Jones. Gary Sheffield. Those are some names that I I go way back in my head and, like, oh. See, I was a McGuire, Chris Carpenter. I was a big Barry Bonds fan because I, like, Every time he gets up to the plate, you're like, he's going to hit another home run. Oh, my gosh. Which pitch is it going to be? Oh, my gosh. I just I remember watching the Sosa-McGuire home I, run shootout thing they had that. all season, and it was like, oh, if you didn't watch the game last night, you got to check in the morning to see who hit a home run <laughs> and see if 
is he over 50 yet? Uh, right. uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'd be like, I remember rooting like against Sosa. I was, I was little and I was like, I'm not quite sure why, but I really don't want Sosa to win. Probably because he was a cub at yep. the time, but it was just like, no, I want McGuire. It's, it's his big ears. But I don't know. <laughs> In the cork bat. I mean, cork bat and yeah. McGuire, steroids, whatever. Barry Bonds, uh, also steroids, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I remember watching that as a kid. It was like it was exciting was a thing to do. And then when we watched games and McGuire was up, it was like everybody's quiet. Yeah, everybody shuts it's up. It's going to hit another one. It's going to be great. Um, Alice is saying that that's who is on the ballot. The votes are due the 24th of January. Okay. So then I guess that's when we'll have the official numbers. We'll, we will reconvene on that vote. Um, I stand corrected yet again. I'm always getting things wrong, but I'm just happy it's and in the baseball category. And you run a sports category. podcast. Look at you. Bringing sports back to life. I'm trying to talk about sports and life. You treat life. this podcast like you treat your walls. Undecorated. <laughs> lazy. I'm just kidding. Well, that's the fans' fault. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you download graphics from the internet. You don't make them from scratch. How yeah, dare you? I don't make anything from scratch. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing. It's like I don't, I don't get paid to do that stuff. Well, yeah, not necessarily that stuff, but graphics nonetheless. Uh, Roger Clemens, a steroid guy as well. This is Alice. I guess I. That's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I wouldn't care if he made the Hall of Fame or not. Because. Well, right. Yeah, when I was listing them all off, okay. He's a cheater. Cheater. Of course, I. I wouldn't be surprised if it came to light that all of them were cheating. But yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, well, uh, I think that does it for the f- baseball. That was a, lot football. Of, a lot of baseball time. For that was a lot of baseball, but in its off season. But I mean, when you're talking, when you're talking like Hall of Fame baseball, though, you can like, <laughs> you can like, you know, it goes so far back that you can try to guess if you remember people, and there's a lot of time in between now and the past. <laughs> yeah. I want to keep playing with this thing. Just keep playing. Like, yeah. mm. Take it away from me. Doesn't make it sound any better when you play on it. Play with it. Um, so, <laughs> so let's move on to some other stuff like squishy ball, basketball time. Well, I'm gonna get a drink because I don't. Know. <laughs> you know what? I need a drink too. So brought to you by Nestle Pure Life. Oh, I meant to take the labels off. Great. They make chocolate and water. <laughs> you know, Nestle makes Ovaltine and Nesquik. More Ovaltine, please. Yeah, they make their competitors. <laughs> okay, so we'll close this baseball tab, close the NHL, Tuca, Rask. So right now, just like the uh, NHL, we didn't really mention this in the NHL segment, um, but it is about halfway through the NBA season, just as it is the NHL. It's just loud. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I will mute you. I have the power. Um so it's halfway through the NBA season right now, and what I want to do is just kind of go through all the teams and like what order they're in uh, in their conference, and maybe talk about some of the stories that surround them a little bit. Um, you know, obviously we don't have to go into too much depth. I'll probably skip over teams that are boring, like the Raptors and the Lakers. They're in last. Yeah, they're they're. We could probably skip over most of what they're doing. Although, <laughs> as they, as much as it pains you, Kyle, I will mention a couple things about them, but um, it's not huge. It won't take up a lot of time. Hashtag, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, so let's start with the Eastern Conference because that's at the top of my screen. Uh, right now, the Celtics are in the lead for the Eastern Conference. They came out of the gates looking pretty hot. Kyrie's first year there. What's that? What happened to Boston? What did I say? You said Boston. I thought you said Cleveland. 
Oh, you said Celtics. Sorry. Oh, my bad. I heard the C word, and I was like, Cleveland? The C word? Cleveland Cavaliers? <laughs> the C word is Cleveland. The double oh. C? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Boston, they are 30-10 and 10 right now. In case you're not good at math, that's a 75% winning percentage. That's a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins. In conference, 19-8. and 8. That's a lot of wins. They're doing about as good as they are at home as they are on the road. That's a lot of wins. They started out with like a 16-win streak at the beginning of the season. That's a hell of a lot of wins. That is a lot of wins. Um, it's not quite like the, the Warriors a couple of years ago. They had the most wins. Then they had like <laughs> they had like five wins going in, or five losses going into the second half of the season or something like that. Um, but I mean, Kyrie's been killing it in Boston, and I know you're not much of a Kyrie fan. I'm not. Um, and that's fine. I I think that he's he's taking the leadership role pretty seriously in this. I mean. By letting his game do the talking. He doesn't want to deal with media. He's just like, I'm here to work, blah, blah, blah. I'm a Lillard fan and a <clears throat> Leonard fan. I like my L's. <laughs> you look like like a loser? Yeah, like, I'm a Vandal fan. <laughs> and a Titans fan. Yeah. Hey, they're in the playoffs. We'll get there. They're the worst 9-7 and team I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, Celtics, I'm, I'm happy for Kyrie. Uh, be interesting to see who goes to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. And It's, it's going to be weird when Hayward comes to Boston, when he comes back to Boston, and then Kyrie wants to leave again because there's another star. It's going to be weird. I don't think that's going to happen. I really it's don't. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Toronto's number two right now. They, they've they jumped over the, the Cavs because the Cavs are 25-12. and 12. Those two extra losses have them behind the Raptors. Raptors 25-10. and 10. Those Canucks. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, actually, DeMar DeRozan had a 58-point game the other night, which is pretty outstanding. I mean, not That doesn't happen very often. DeMar DeScoring. <laughs> DeMar DeScoring, DeRozan scoring. Um, let me see if there's any chats coming in because I have to be on a separate tab. Oh, nope. Okay, we're good. Uh, Talk to us. But, I mean, when, when somebody puts up 58 points, Kobe Bryant, of course, comes out, and he's like, this guy. He's like, I know how to score a lot of points. Good job. <laughs> um. But then the Cavs, obviously the storyline that's going around them right now is Isaiah Thomas is back in the lineup, um, taking the night off right now, like you like you said earlier, because of uh, they don't want to tire him out with coming back from the yeah, injury. They don't want to push it too hard. Yeah, it's on a back-to-back, so you want to keep him safe. But he came back and did a really good job last night. He shot well, had like 19 points. 19 points in 17 minutes. Yeah. It's hella efficient. That's efficient. That's hella really efficient. Um, I scored a point a minute. And then, hella efficient too. <laughs> That's pretty dang good. That's pretty dang good. You done good, you basketball guy. <laughs> Doing your job. You chucked that basketball on that hoop there. Actually, did uh, the Celt- Celtics? I did it. You done did it. I done did it too. Uh, the uh, the Cavs were better with him on the floor without LeBron than with them together. Really? Yeah. They were plus one with just it, and they were minus seventeen when they were both on the floor. And they have Calderon as the starting point guard there, which is. Weird to me, but yeah, don't ask me. You know they've been meshing well all season, anyways. So like when Calderon steps off or LeBron does, I imagine there's gonna be some kind of flux. Yeah, I don't know, man. He won't be coming off the bench for long, though. I'm pretty sure he'll take that starting spot pretty quick. Um, number four in the East is Washington Wizards. They're just kind of coasting like they always do. They're always in this part of the conference. Like they're they're in this like always in the middle, and then going into the playoffs, they end up being like really close to the bottom. And yeah. Bradley Beal, John Hall. John Hall. Yeah, there's not a lot of storylines there. Detroit Pistons, twenty and sixteen. 
The Bucks, though, I do like that Giannis, Giannis guy. Um, at the beginning of the year, I was saying I think he's going to be MVP this year, but he's definitely slowed his role quite a bit <laughs> since the beginning. Um, then you have Miami and Indiana, Philadelphia, who has a pretty cool storyline with Embiid being back. They're just not winning as much as they'd like, you know, trusting the process back on the back burners there. They're 18 and 19. New York Knicks, Nets, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, everybody else is on the bottom half, so we're not even going to bother going into that much detail for those guys. But, yeah, it's looking like Boston, Toronto, Cleveland, Washington right now, and Boston's just five five games ahead of Cleveland. They played five more games than Cinco games. Yeah, you were mentioning uh, to me, I think it was the other day, that it's kind of unfair slash crazy that the Celtics have played five or six more games than the Cavs. Yeah, I just I was looking at the standings and I saw that and I was like, you know, that's weird. Like your brain catches some detail that you're like, why why did my brain catch that? Right. And I was like, well, that adds up to a bigger number than that one. <laughs> and I was like, you know, maybe it's a couple games. No, it's five games. Yeah, that's that's a substantial amount of games. I don't know why. Like you would think they'd be able to get the, get the scheduling more even yeah, so that players you, aren't. Being I mean, more tired than other teams. It's going to even out at the end of the season. Right. You know, you know, they'll play the same amount. But, I mean, you'll hear them all the time talk about how a bunch of, energy, in, a bunch of injuries occur due to fatigue. That's why NFL players don't like Thursday night games. Right, because it's, it's so a quick. Short, yeah, short rest. Guys get hurt going too hard. You've played five more games. That's that's, that's a lot a, more. That's, that's more opportunity to get hurt. I mean, granted, it's early in the season. I'm not... I don't know the NBA schedule, so I don't right. know if every team does this eventually that they have, you know, heavier burst of games than others. But it just seems kind of weird. Yeah, it does that, seem weird because, and when you say unfair, that kind of makes sense. Like you were just saying, I mean, yeah. it, it, they're having to expel all that extra energy in those games, and other teams haven't done that. So when they meet those teams who haven't, it's like they have an unfair advantage. Yeah, I mean, you just you ran you know five laps before the first guy has to run his first, and you're supposed to beat him. Yeah, it probably means. I mean, if I'm thinking right, like the, they've probably had just more back-to-backs than every other team. Like I don't think there's ever been a back-to-back-to-back this year. But Cody says Calderon top free throw percentage of all time. That's crazy. What's he shoot like ninety something? It's probably like ninety-five plus if he's all time. That's pretty good. Uh, Micah in the podcast on the comments says I like turtles. <laughs> I do. Uh, Andy, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Four viewers. I've missed you. Thanks for being here. Calderon, yeah, I mean, I don't, he played for the Lakers last year. Now he's with Cleveland. I don't follow the, the That's NBA. a fun fact. I'll watch the NBA playoffs, but other than that, I... I hear you. I try to catch as many Dang. Lakers games as I can, being the fan that I am. But um, when there's a big game going on, like tonight, if the podcast wasn't happening, I'd probably be watching the Celtics and the Cavs because it's... Sort of like a preview of what could happen in the Eastern Conference at the end. See, we need to do this in that conference room over there and have the game on the TV. The conference game in the conference room? Yeah. Yeah, we could yeah. do that. Yeah. We just couldn't yeah, do Yeah, over the mic. Yeah, come on, bring it. <laughs> I'll mute you again. again. I'll mute both of us. <laughs> He's muted me. Um, He's and, muted me. Andy people. says, love you too. Hey, I love you too, man. Uh. <laughs> I just opened up the stream and I saw you and the camera going. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm the seven layer dip, bro. Bring it at me. I'm thick. What am I? If you're what we had a nickname for me, I don't remember what it was. Uh, Mike, I don't know. here's Michael Brown. He's the seven layer dip of this podcast. 
you're the bacon bits at the end of the potato bar. There we are. Yep. I am the cherry on top. He's Larry Bird if Larry Bird could run a computer. <laughs> oh, it's running. Uh, so let's talk about some Western Conference stories real quick. Um, not West a big is the best. We're not, you know, not a big surprise here, but the Warriors are at the top of the West. Oh man, that snake pit, uh, Oracle. But snakes. I mean, they're, you know, they're they're a little bit lower in their their powerhouse of a team. No, they're just on cruise control. Well, they they didn't have Curry for two weeks too, so that probably didn't help their winning this as much. I don't even know what their record was without him, but. I think they won most of them. I mean, they have a one-win streak right now, and that was his game coming back. So they had at least one loss. I know that they beat the Lakers. I mean, snakes are pretty venomous, and, you know. Usually. Oh, I don't want to click on that. Biting yeah. people. So, you yeah. can't tell. I don't really like Kevin Durant. So, yeah, so. Warriors are 29-8. and eight. It's all about me not liking people tonight, and that's what it is. <laughs> You're just a hater. A hater. A hater. That should have been in the title. Mike is hating on everybody. Mike, I hate their thing. Uh, but, I mean, there's – that's really the only story around the Warriors is that Curry was out for two weeks and they're still the top of the West, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, the Rockets, though, 27-9, and nine, you know, they're right there. And Chris Paul and James Harden finally figured things out and they've been gelling better. But they're still not going to beat the Warriors. I I don't think they will either, not in a, not in a seven-game series. Hell no. Uh, then you have the Spurs. Who are they, somehow up there. I mean, they were also without Kawhi until recently. They can beat the Warriors. I mean, they, they play good team basketball. Like they they play the like a similar playing style to the Warriors where they pass the ball a lot. Like they dribble very little on offense. They just pass it until they get an open shot. Warriors are all about that. Um so I, I, I wonder I think, you know, Coach Kerr and uh Popovich for the for the Spurs. Those two guys are like pretty close to the same type of coach, like really successful mm. in like in what they've done, and like their teams play in a similar way. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, they're both successful. Yeah, I think uh, Popovich has had to actually coach more than Kerr has had to actually coach. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, the talent's done all the work. No one's gonna coach their player to just take a pull-up transition three mm-hmm. or shoot from, you know, the logo or that's the, uh, the time in line. Cause, uh, is that what that's called? What? Oh, the time in line, yeah. the line by the score. Yeah. You know, no coach is going to be okay with that. Popovich probably loses damn mind. Even if he made it, just be <laughs> yeah. like, what are you doing? That's, that's a low right. percentage shot. Don't yeah, do that's that. True. That's a good point. I mean, so, they are very different in their approach yeah. because, which I mean, maybe let Curry be Curry, <clears> but, I think Steve Kerr's part of it is just like letting his player be players be free, but I think he's also they're also playing to their strengths in that role. And the Spurs, I, I you know they they definitely rely heavily on plays to you know all the the movement that ha- that happens. That that's not just the players doing that willy nilly. Whereas the shooting is definitely the shooters. You know that's their prerogative when they pull it. That's they think that's a good shot to take. At that moment in time, yeah, that's not the coach. Maybe it's a you have a a, a license to shoot, you know, uh, yeah, you know, shoot when you want, but shoot if you're open within this range or yeah, but I mean, if you're feeling it, shoot it. <laughs> I just I, if Curry's feeling, he's gonna pull up from half court and just <laughs> chuck it. Now they don't make well, it. He but, shoots it from the logo every once in a while. Well, and, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't think any coach in their right mind is like. 
yeah, please keep doing that. That's great. Yeah. And you have to, I want, I wonder if there's a stat out there that shows like Curry's shots beyond the arc, like, like way beyond the arc, how much time was left on the shot clock? Cause I feel like that plays a lot. Uh, Cody says Calderon should be shooting all technicals, but Cleveland always has LeBron shoot him. Does Cleveland have LeBron shoot him or does LeBron have LeBron shoot him? I bet you it's LeBron. Yeah. LeBron, LeBron, you LeBron. Lay coach. Uh, hey, Should David. Technical. Welcome to the podcast, That's bro. That's his name. What is it? Oh, it's Eggfish. Eggfish, bro. Eggfish. Egg, eggfish, bro. It's something interesting. Hey, Eggfish, how you doing? <laughs> uh, podcast. We're doing a podcast. I'm like looking at my all these different things right now. Okay, going back to the Western Conference here. He's uh he's the uh, the league champion of our fantasy league. <laughs> Who is? Oh, David. Yeah, yeah. Eggfish. Yeah, Eggfish, a.k.a. David here, who just joined the show. He he championed our league this year. He did. Um, I anti-championed the league this year. <laughs> I I unwon it. Yeah, polar opposites. Yes. Um, I think you had, what, two wins and he had two losses? Two wins, yep, baby. Yep, we were opposites. One of them was a garbage win because I was already out of the playoffs. <laughs> um, so number four in the West is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Do you think Jimmy Buckets is doing work over there instead of in Chicago? He's doing work. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's going to get him anywhere. But they're number four. I mean, that, that's pretty cool for them. I'm I'm pretty excited for the Timberwolves because they're like one of those young teams that they they try to do everything right, and it's finally – like all their yeah. work is sort of showing right now that they're in I know, like, top four. You know, I like Towns too. He's yeah, like he's – Cat. He's so fast for his size. Like – He's, we, got, he's got moves too. When, like when you see quick. Kevin Durant, real like in real life, that dude moves fast. But Carl Anthony Towns, he's bigger and faster. Yeah, it's like if Kevin Durant ate. <laughs> yeah, ate more than once a month. Pretty much. Like I watched some highlights. And I'm like, was that sped up? Because he is. Yeah. He's moving so fast it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So Kevin, you know, if you eat more than once a month, you can be as big as cat. So you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean. Psh- uh, that's, I that's I'll say the joke. MVP can do whatever he wants, <laughs> uh, and MVP former MVP. This is not sure it's noticeable though. Oh, I scrolled down. Yeah, I mean, I think LeBron shooting technicals might kind of go back to uh, how the NBA is a show. Like, yeah, they don't call travel. They're calling travels more. Oh yeah, they don't call travels. They don't call all the ticky tack things most of the time because it kind of kills the game. People right. paid money to see LeBron. How do you get LeBron on the stage? Yeah. By himself? Have him shoot a shot. Have him shoot a technical <laughs> free throw. It's, it's purely LeBron. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's so. one thing that's definitely noticeable when you have the number one guy of all time and on your squad. LeBron did say before the season the one thing he hasn't done is shot over 80% from the free throw line. That's true. So maybe he's working on that. Yeah, he's uh, like, how can I get more attempts? Yeah, you know. I'll it. just like go take the ball from the ref and shoot it, and before call their own yeah. can get over you, there. <laughs> uh, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You know, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. If you're not first, you're last. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky Bobby, uh, <laughs> or whatever the dad's name was. It's Ricky Bobby. <laughs> uh, David says, "Hey, dudes, enjoy the basketball talk." Yeah, got you, boy. Um, that is interesting. I never noticed that. Thanks for sharing that, Cody. Um, then you got OKC at number five in the West. Um, those are they above five hundred? Uh, barely. They're twenty and seventeen. Could be worse. Um, I called it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I said they'll find a way to mess it up. Three superstars trying to shoot all their shots and yeah. just not working out. 
course, can you really mess it up if you never had it going? Yeah, that's, that's true. So I mean, maybe I didn't call it. I spoke too soon. <laughs> yeah, blew it. I blew it. No, I mean, I sometimes I don't know what I said at the beginning of the season, but I feel like it was something along the lines of the potential is there, but well, they don't potential. have any. They don't have any chemistry. They've got to develop that chemistry to be able to do anything together. And I think Russ makes it hard to have chemistry, and putting a volume shooter on that team, <laughs> like Mello, dude. Yeah. So. Um, that's in, I just eh. not a huge fan of Mello. I mean, he's I mean, Kobe was a high volume shooter, but Mello hasn't beat. Pretty sure. Um, and I mean, that's one thing that I didn't like about Kobe too is he would take sometimes take too much shots, too many shots. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely more spread around when you got people like Russell Westbrook and Paul George, who's also a shooting fiend on the same squad. Built a house with all those bricks. Yeah. They're they're eleven and ten in conference play. I mean, when you're playing against the Warriors and the Rockets and the Spurs of the West, that's pretty tough. Um, they're on a two loss streak as well. But another team you don't really expect to see in the West, Denver Nuggets. The Nugs. Uh, and you got Portland number seven. Lillard. Your boy Dame time is up there. And then you got New Orleans at number eight spot. And you know, I'm I'm not gonna lie, Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis have not. I mean they. They're, they have a lot of potential too, but it's just not showing in their win column right now. Cody says Wade is quietly good this year too. Oh uh, yeah, I think that he's not trying to be old old Wade. He finally realized, be like, I'm old. <laughs> Try not to be the old Wade, but he's being the older Wade. Yeah, like when they tried to do that alley oop and he couldn't get off the ground. I think he was like, okay, you know, people have been saying it. LeBron, take the wheel. Yeah, I, uh, I don't quite believe him. Now I believe him. So. Yeah, that that was a pretty funny thing, though. Yeah. He just admitted defeat as soon as the ball was in the air. He's like, oh. Yeah, I can't do that. can't do that anymore. Uh, thanks for believing in me, teammate, for tossing yeah. that up. So he's still a, a crafty, cunning player. He's, yeah. He hasn't lost as such with the he, passes. He he's, takes. I think he's kind of compar- com- comparable to Vince Carter. He He's more strategic in his shot taking and his dunks. and Yeah. You know, only on a fast break will he try and go up and throw one down, but. I think he's there just to make LeBron happy because <laughs> LeBron and him have good chemistry. Just, yeah, just build that that yeah. camaraderie around the team with those two guys. Yeah, they approach him. Do you want to play for the Cavs? No. You want to play with LeBron? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to bring you just to make LeBron happy because we need to keep that dude happy because he's probably <clears throat> leaving next year anyway. Going to L.A. Hey. I don't know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not – I'm not for or against, but obviously he's going to do some numbers on the franchise if he does. He's got a house in L.A. His kids go to school there. Uh, and beyond that, I mean, you've got the Clippers, number nine, Utah's number ten. Didn't you have a bet with Jacob about the, the Jazz? Yeah, uh, 30 wins. I picked under. He picked over. Well, it's halfway through the season, which is a perfect time to look at this yeah, and get a gauge yeah, for it. Uh, the Jazz are at 16 wins. So advantage Jacob so far. <laughs> By one. <laughs> but he already owes me a beer, and we just bet a beer. So Oh, that's right. I, I'm playing with house money here, Kyle. I remember so. that being the funny the funny yeah. thing about it. It's like it's a season-long bet, but we're only betting one beer. <laughs> that is pretty great. I'm, I mean, with Jacob and you, <clears throat> I'm like 
five and zero and bet so in the last <laughs> ten months or something like that. No, I'd rather bet good. on playing blackjack, which you have a story that says I'm not good at that either. But I have more yeah. stories to say I'm better at that. <laughs> you said that about fantasy too, man. You're like, I swear I'm good at this, man. And uh, sixth man candidate at least. Uh, I think he's meant talking about. Uh, oh, who's he? Cody, who are you talking, talking about? about? Wade. Talking about Wade. Oh, Wade. That's right. That's right. Hey, Jacob, we're just talking about you. <laughs> just um, uh, reminiscing how Kyle lost his uh, his gambling money in less than two hours. <laughs> yeah, I live I live wild in Vegas. What can I say? <laughs> go big or go home. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Danielle. Thanks for coming through. We talk about sports here and other things, especially sports. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, the Jazz, though, they have a guy who could be rookie of the year, I think. On the Abstract Sports Twitter, I, I put a tweet up and I pinned it to the profile saying, Donovan Mitchell is going to be Rookie of the Year. Calling it now. And I, I'm i banking part of that on the fact that he's a flashy player, but he's Flash. but he's also putting up big numbers. Big. Um, and consistently, too. Consistent. I'm actually going to pull it up and see. Pull it up. <laughs> it was uh, almost a bad. <laughs> it was almost as bad as the Thai spaghetti incident. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kyle's full of full stories. Yeah. So Jacob can't spell. He must be it. Oh wait, never mind. Incident. Yeah, I knew there'd be a misspelled word in there. Well, he said spaghetto. Spaghetto incident. <laughs> that's, that's the one that stood out to me. <laughs> oh, I I I saw the I before spaghetti. Yeah, it's like uh, I spaghetti. It was almost as bad as the Thai spaghetto incident. <laughs> Spaghetto incident. Spaghetto incident. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you see. <laughs> uh, so Donovan Mitchell, he's. Uh, I'll just go down the stat line here. Minutes per game, thirty point seven, forty four percent from the field. That's okay. Thirty five percent three point shooting. That's not bad. Eighty five free throw shooting. Wow. Eighteen points a game. Wow. You know, he's put up a game that was like thirty eight, and that's there are guys in the NBA who've been there forever and they haven't put up that many points. That's a lot of points. Three point two rebounds, three point four assists, that's and point five blocks. Not quite a double. But hey, yeah, very far off. But yeah, where where did he play his ball? <clears throat> College ball. He played at Louisville. 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 He played for the Vampire Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino. Yeah, dude's a vampire. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, he is Donovan Mitchell an Adidas guy. I don't know what he is. I bet you he is. I don't know. He should sign with Nike just to spite Adidas. I mean, I'm just looking at his jersey has a Nike logo on it, but that's just because it's that's, his jersey. Yeah, it's his jersey. Does <clears throat> he have a shoe? He was born in 96. God damn it, I'm old. <laughs> I was six years well, old. you know, now that it's the new year, you know, all adults, not all adults, uh, oh, yeah, all, the whole kid. All minors were born in the, two, yeah. are born in the 2000s now instead of, yeah. Adults were all born born before the 2000s. That's crazy. If you were born in 99, you're 18 now. Ooh. Jacob said, it's these fat fingers from all the Thai spaghetti. I hate you guys. Carbo uh, low. <laughs> you too can type like Jacob, if only you have Thai spaghetti. Uh, so anyways, I mean, there's not yeah, really much more to talk about in the West. Uh, I mean, beyond the Jazz, there's the Suns, Mavericks, Kings, <laughs> the Grizzlies, and then the Lakers are the bottom. What was that? They're eleven and twenty-five. The Lakers are eleven and twenty-five. That's good for last. It's the exact last. Who's, who's the last in the East? Uh, Atlanta. They're ten and twenty-seven. Okay, so they're one win better than Atlanta. Yay! <laughs> but they, I guess uh, that's pretty good. They're, you're one win better than the worst team, but you play in a tougher conference. 
That is true. We're you can sleep at night now. Conference play, we're five and eighteen. What about Atlanta? Atlanta is six and nineteen. So I, I would say the Lakers probably beat Atlanta. I would hope so. So that'd be a, a good stupid fight to watch. <laughs> yeah. Pillow fight of the week. Um, Jacob's give, blown us kissy faces in the chat now. Shout out Jacob. Um, have uh, Lonzo versus that German dude, Schroeder, Schroeder, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, the dude with the ble- the bleach spot. Oh, Cody's giving us kisses. Oh. Are they kissing each other? I think are they is kissing Jody each other back or together? kissing us? I'm confused. Um, is, the, is the J squad together? Jody? Yeah, Jody. <laughs> Jody's got it going. Cody, um, I think uh, I think I'm going to be up in Moscow like on the 19th. January? Yeah. Why? Because Becca's going to go visit her friend Beth. Mm. Um, Jacob's girlfriend. Wasn't she supposed to come down here for New Year's? Yeah, I think that was just uh, my wife's wishful thinking. Okay. So, um, I don't think she's wanting to travel on the bad roads. Can't blame her. I don't really want to either. So the weather still might keep us down. But uh, Yeah. Well, cool. That'd be cool to go back and visit the alma mater town. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think that pretty much does it for the NBA. Is there anything you want Thank to talk God. about college basketball? I don't watch college basketball other than March and the Vandals. <laughs> I live in March. You should. Uh, hey, you got ESPN up there? Uh, I can pull it up, yes. Yeah, see who's winning the Oklahoma State OU game. Oklahoma Pro- State OU. It's probably OU because they're ranked. Give me the scores. Okay, State. Uh, 50 to 40 Oklahoma right now. Yeah. Uh, 50 42, sorry. I said Sound, that sounds about right. Uh Oklahoma's the number seven team. Oklahoma yeah. State's not ranked, so yeah, you know they're within within range to do some damage. Oklahoma State's them, not bad. They're just not ranked. They're not, right. They're not the best. Um, let's see what other scores are up here that are that catch my eye. Eh, no other ranked teams playing tonight. Oh, I, I lied. I'm looking in the wrong spot. Holy cow. Yeah. Anyways, no scores really stand out. Purdue beat Rutgers, eighty-two to fifty-one. It's pretty terrible. Rutgers. Rut row. Is that where Bill Belichick went to school? I think it is. Is it? I think it is. Hmm. I know people who went to Rutgers. But hey, my mom's watching. Hi, Mom. It's probably my dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Hi, Mom, Dad. Hi, Mom, Dad. Dad on Mom account. Mom, Dad. On your best behavior now, son. Uh, <laughs> so that's all we got for basketball. Let's move on to a little bit of football. This action. We've got some football stuff going on that's... There's a whole bunch of stuff to talk about in football. Did you watch that Rose Bowl? Yes, I did. Was it not bleeping awesome? It was bleepity McBleepy face. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. There you go. <laughs> Bleepy McBleeping awesome. Yes. That was a good football game. I agree. So a lot of lots of offense. Lots of offense. Uh it doesn't matter if you were a neutral fan or not. That was a uh that was a good game. Good old fashioned barn burner. Yeah. It's a good game. Let me pull up some of the scores here so I can say some numbers. The Sugar Bowl was kind of poopy. uh, (laughs) Poopy. Poopy. (laughs) The Orange Bowl was all right. Kudos to Wisconsin. The the UCF-Auburn game. I don't know. I forget what bowl that one was. Uh, Let me find it. It was the the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Yeah, Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl was good. That was a very entertaining game. The UCF quarterback... Uh, Mitchell, McKenzie Mitchell or whatever Mm -hmm. his name is. Yeah. Uh, Wow. McKenzie Milton. Milton. There we go. McKenzie Milton 
Um, dude can sling it. Yeah. Man, for being kind of a smaller guy. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, he wasn't on their top performers thing. I mean, should I look at the box score? Yeah, he's the quarterback for UCF. So top performers, it has Jarrett Stidham, the quarterback for Auburn. Mackenzie Milton was the running – well, I mean, it says 13 carries, 116 yeah, yards. Yeah, he's the quarterback, and he 13 ran. carries? Yeah. Oh. So he uh, – I, I, I didn't say he played a great game. I just said I was impressed okay. with the throws he made. Because okay. the first half, he – well, they are having a hard time even getting open in the first half, and he was running the ball quite a bit. Uh, but the second half, they made some adjustments. But okay, yeah, he uh, he dropped some dimes. In yeah, that I, game. I couldn't. I didn't know if it was the quarterbacks. It just had rushes. And yeah, no, no, he no uh, he's quick too. He's quick on his feet. Sixteen so. to thirty-five, two forty-two yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He, he seems a bit undersized. If you click on his name, it'll tell you how tall he is. But he seems a bit undersized. Uh, of course, anyone would see him undersized versus Auburn. He's five eleven. Yeah, so he's undersized. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Girth Brooks, thicker hands, bigger than that. So he plays for Idaho. Yeah, played for Idaho. Uh, <clears throat> oh, speaking of playing for Idaho, quick tangent. I saw that Rico will be uh, trying out for the the Giants. Giants yeah, he signed year. a futures contract, so he'll be at their uh, their fall camp. Fall camp. That's right. So that's we'll exciting. See. Well, I think he's got a chance because college he was one of the, well two seasons he had the best average yardage net yardage, averaging like. 45.3 yards a kick, which is good, Yeah, which is pretty dang good. And then the uh, the kicker for New York, their punter this year averaged like 34.3 yards. Yeah, that, that's worth reevaluating. Yeah, I can <laughs> kick the ball 30 yards. I can't get the hang time, but I can kick the ball 30 yards. Yeah. So uh, Probably get blocked 100% of the time. Though. <laughs> yeah, probably so. But that's not good. That, that's not going to cut it in the NFL. <laughs> so if Rico can do what Rico can do, which he's been very consistent, at least at punting. He's a punter. He's not a place kicker. Yeah. He can do that. He's good at that, but he was yeah. more he was more better at the other. He's more better. He's more gooder at punting. More gooder. No, he's a natural punter. I mean, it scores points that he could serve as their backup place kicker. It really does, but right. it, that's not going to win him the job. you got to be a specialist. Yeah. It'll <clears throat> it'll break the tiebreaker if there's a tie. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, he brings a little more to the table. Yeah, we don't have to resort to our emergency yeah. backup kicker that's like I mean, Wes Welker. Or, if if anything, <laughs> if he doesn't make the Giants, he should at least make the Seahawks because Blair Walsh is awful. I saw I saw some pretty great memes. That, um, He's terrible. I saw one that was like, uh, there's a petition going around to feed Blair Walsh to uh, Mount Hood or something like that. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> I think Blair, I, I forget what I was reading, um, but Hauschka went to the, went to the Bills. And basically won the Bills, I think, three to four games because of his kicking. <laughs> Blair Walsh cost the Seahawks, I think, four games this season. Holy crap. Not cost, but could have won them if he would have made more of right. his kicks. So their decision to not pay Hauschka, just, just really not to pay him because he would have stayed. Hauschka wanted to be a this Seahawk. like kicking him in the pants right now. Yeah, and they just didn't want to pay him, cost them – Maybe a, well, yeah, it would have cost him a playoff spot because they were in the playoff hunt until the last week. So really, it was their defense that cost him a playoff spot. But um, yeah, pay your kickers. Special teams are important, and Blair Walsh, you're, he's you're just garbage. Yeah, <laughs> find a different job, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, enjoy your money for now, but you 
you're not kicking again in the NFL. You're yeah. just not. You can go up to Canada or something, but I mean, you're not he, kicking in the NFL he again. He ruined their playoff chances when he was with the Vikings. Like yeah. He had to make a kick to go to the playoffs. And Several kicks to it. make it. Yeah, he had more, Several, more options. Yeah. More and they were all, than one. The, the thing about that game, all those kicks were within like 30 They yards. were really short. They were easy. I remember just being like, this guy is going to get killed after the game. Like The fans aren't going to let him. And what was that team they played? It was the Seahawks. It was the Seahawks. <laughs> How in God's name, your, your deity's why would, name. Why would you do that? Yeah. Like, you've seen this firsthand, what he does. <laughs> and it's benefited you. Yeah. And so it, you don't he did it all year in Minnesota. <laughs> why do you want him? Like, Makes zero sense. Yeah, Minnesota's like, we tried to warn you. We really did. <laughs> and they're like, don't want to pay Hauschka, who's been super consistent and really good. Yeah, he's he was always good for the Seahawks. Yeah, it just it didn't make sense to me. So, I mean, just to shout out some of the scores here, uh, Alabama beat Clemson 24-6. to That's why you said it was a PUP game. Yeah. Because it's just kind of like, meh. Uh, but then you have the Rose Bowl, Georgia, and Oklahoma. It was one of the best college games, I've, best football games I've ever seen. 54-48. to In this game, the there was a lot seen. of points put up in the first quarter. Just, I mean, 14-7 yeah. to 7 in the first quarter. It was nuts. Uh, seven, and then, you know, like, wait, what? Yeah, that's correct. 17 more for Oklahoma in the second, 10 for Georgia, 14 nothing Georgia in the third quarter, yep. 14-14 in the fourth quarter, Yep. 9 for Georgia in overtime, and 3 for Oklahoma yep. in overtime. <laughs> Cody that's says, does the NFL really recruit kickers, or do they just come out of nowhere as walk-ons? Um, NFL, you don't really walk on too many times. Basically, uh, so Rico kicked at the combine. They have his stats. Uh, you have your agents. The NFL has the waiver wire and the free agent list with all your stats. Um, he, so what happens is the team will invite you to work out if you're a free agent. And the Patriots and the Giants both asked Rico to come work out for them uh, after he was cut from the Bills. So now they have tape on him. So they ask players to come work out, and they have tape on the workout. And uh, they just kind of keep that filed away. So when they have injuries or they need to make a roster move or clear cap space, they have a, a, a bank of players that they know what they're worth and what they bring to the table. So they can always, like, if a kicker's doing terrible, yeah. they can just go to the tape and Yeah, so they can call them. Out. So the, uh, the Giants and Patriots, uh, I guess, have suspected that they may need a kicker <clears throat> coming up, may need a new punter. And then, because he worked out middle of the season, I think, for the Giants. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, the Giants finished dead last in net yards for their punts. So they're bringing him in. If anything, for competition, yeah. he'll make a little money while he's there. He might even win it. Um, That'd he be was, sweet. Yeah, he he was brought into Buffalo to compete with Schmidt, who had a really bad year. Not as bad as the Giants punter did this year, uh, but to kind of light a torch under Schmidt's butt. And it worked. Schmidt had a great season. So we'll see. I hope that he makes – the team i don't want to buy a giants jersey but i might have to yeah i mean if but, he um, if he yeah you don't want to rep the giants but you have to buy a rico jersey yeah i, I feel like i mean i watched rico since he was a freshman i watched yeah. rico for four years do his thing i didn't get to watch him i mean i graduated and moved before that but i would still buy one i mean it's so cool to see vandals in the nfl yeah, and rico's a good kid and the vandals they tend to you know they always have good punting talent because they punt the ball a lot but their numbers stand out because they are good punters. Yeah, some of those uh, some of those bad uh, bad years in Idaho, the uh, the punters had more yards than the yeah, offense. Yeah, there's that's bad. There's another guy before him that was one of the top punters in the league. 
Cody says, yeah, my relatives, Seattle fans, always talk about the Hashka Walsh thing. One was pretty far. One of the kicks. Yeah. Maybe. Walsh yeah. was bad. <laughs> I think Walsh it was, was really bad. It was in, like, overtime. They had to match, and he missed, like, a 25-yard kick or something like yeah. that. Walsh. Um, yeah, no. Boo. That's the one you want to make, bruh. <clears throat> yeah, you you would really have an Aguayo now than you would a Walsh. Yeah, an Aguayo, he got drafted first round by the Bucks, and you see where he is now. So like, there wasn't a lot of recruiting done there. I mean, he just they just kind of picked him up. I, I feel like the Aguayo thing. It's so weird they'd pick a kicker first round. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. There's a reason the Bucks haven't made the playoffs in a little while. Oh man. So, but I think Aguayo's it's more mental. Walsh, it's mental, and now it's. You suck. You can't recover from Walsh's resume now. Aguayo, I think he could. He's a Maybe. Walsh. He's a Walsh. <laughs> Don't Walsh it. Time to go Walsh my clothes. Kyle Brotsman. <laughs> That'll make you feel old. Oh, boy. <laughs> there weren't, I mean, there was a, obviously a bunch of other bowl games, but those were the highlights. So we can look forward now to. New Mexico State won their bowl game, ending a 57 year bowl drought. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. It'll be their only one. Uh, <laughs> but we've got Alabama and Georgia in the championship game Yeah, um, this coming Monday. You've got, you know, uh, Nick Saban, who I think is a gangster, um, <laughs> like a, a mobster. And does his like one. former defensive coordinator, Kirby Smart. So you kind of so got it's it. It's like the master and, and the yeah, you got you got a, a Skywalker Vader thing going on right now. <laughs> um, so, but unfortunately for the college football world, it's SEC versus SEC. Yeah, I saw headlines asking, "Is it bad for college football if it's yes. SEC both teams in the in the final?" Yes, it's bad for college football. However, college football is not on any sort of decline. Right. Given coaches hundred million dollar contracts. Claiming there's no money to pay the players. It's insane. Um, bringing over a billion dollars a year in revenue. So it's is it bad for college football? Yes. Is it going to kill it? No. Is I it mean, going to leave a dent? No. The best – I mean, the way that you bring more people in is you diversify things. Mm-hmm. So, Alice is watching. Hello, Alice. How's Portland? Oh, oh, different Alice. Different Alice, yeah, different <laughs> Alice. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when you diversify things, you bring somebody in from two different conferences, you've got – all of their fan base is watching at one time instead of just like, oh, I'm an SEC guy. Oh. Yeah, the, the whole – There's more to it than that, but – Well, the whole playoff thing was meant to get – well, it's meant to get the best teams. Mm-hmm. That's what they'll tell you first all. And I, I think they did. I think they got the best teams. But a big argument for the playoff before it happened was there was an SEC versus SEC BCS championship, Alabama, LSU. Nobody liked that. Because they'd already played in the year. LSU won the first right, one. so they're getting just a rematch. Yeah, it was a rematch. And uh, it just it, it didn't seem right. It didn't feel right. The game was bad. The game was awful. Alabama won. And uh, there was a couple years where, I think two years, actually, where Auburn finished with a better record than the runner-up in the national title. And they're like, what the hell? So they're <laughs> big arguments for the playoffs. So they right. got the playoffs. And it's worked pretty well, and you know, there's there's been a little bit of controversy, but not much. But this year, you have four spots. They pick three conferences. You had the ACC, the Big Twelve, and the SEC twice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ohio State didn't help themselves by getting taken to the Woodhouse or to the shed in Iowa City. Mm-hmm. Um, but you left out a conference champ. 
which you said you wouldn't. You left out two conference champs. Um, not that the Pac-12 did anything this season either. And now you have this undefeated UCF team who beat both teams that are in the championship game. That is so silly. That That's the drama now. So Auburn beat Georgia and Alabama this season, both when each team was ranked number one. So they beat the two number one ranked teams. They lost three games. Oh, well. But then going to their Peach Bowl game against a group five underdog, undefeated team, and lose. And it wasn't like I watched that game. UCF didn't look like they were just more hyped. They uh, It wasn't lucky. They looked like the better team. They looked like a smaller team that was quicker, was sharper, ran better plays. Granted, their coach is now leaving to Nebraska. But, yeah, there's some drama. So so do you think that it's it would have been better for the college football playoff if they had the SEC teams in the different brackets? So the, They are like, different I guess brackets. they were different brackets. But, I mean, like, if they would have played, played, played each, each other. other in the one that qualified for the championship? That way it's like the big game with the two different conferences. That would have been better, yeah. I would like to see a Georgia-Oklahoma championship. Like I think the Rose Bowl should have been the championship mm-hmm. <laughs> just because it was a great game. Right. It was so an awesome predict, game. But that was awesome. Um, but I, I kind of see that the committee was like, eh, maybe we'll get an SEC <laughs> you know, matchup, so, which they did. But – yeah, that's that's the drama right now. And I, I see how UCF is upset. I see how people are upset. I'm kind of like, not upset, but I'm kind of bummed. Right. Like, uh, Ohio State won their bowl game. They won their conference. And they look like a pretty good team. Beat some top seed teams towards yeah. the end, too. They beat Wisconsin the game, our first yeah, play. <laughs> yeah, they, they beat Wisconsin pretty handedly, too. Oh, yeah. And they keep going back to that, that game they lost to Iowa City. And they're always, you know, it's it seems like every year somebody gets screwed, and they're like, oh well, you can lose, but you better do it early, or do it <laughs> yeah, to the right then, team. I'm like, well, there's a like lo- a catch-all phrase. Yeah, a, a loss them. is a damn loss. <laughs> Alabama has a damn loss. You know. Yeah. Georgia had a damn loss. Oklahoma had a loss to Iowa State, who's historically <laughs> bad. They're good this year, but you know, everybody has a loss. Nobody was undefeated except UCF. UCF. And you picked, not only did you leave out the undefeated team, you left out two conference championships, or conference champs. It's a little dramatic. It's a little yeah. fishy. Um, is Alabama a great team? Yeah. Are they probably going to win? Yeah. Best defense? Yeah. But that's... So if there's enough backlash, do you think that there will be any changes? No. They won't change it to be like a more than a four team? No. It's kind of hard to do that for college players who are trying to be in class and... <laughs> <laughs> Who am I kidding? Yeah, you kidding? come on. <laughs> come on. The, the Idaho players hardly went to class. Uh, some of them did. And I'm sure some of these guys do too. But you'd have to go from a 14 playoff to an 18 playoff. And yep. you could have, you know, all five power conference champs in there, uh, a standout, and then two wild cards or something. But that adds two more games to your schedule. Yeah, it just draws the season out towards like it draws Super the Bowl season time. Out, you get injured. <laughs> I mean, players are already talking about not playing in bowl games to save injuries. And they, they, there were some players who didn't play yeah, in bowl games. Yeah, which, you know, I, I understand. I respect. Like, yeah. you know, it's been really great playing these guys. Love you guys. It's been a great team experience. But if I sit out here 
and I don't get hurt, I'm guaranteed six figures. I'll maybe, take it. maybe even seven figures. Yeah. <laughs> but if I play this game and I get hurt, I go down to five figures. Or I my career's ended with the Yeah, I guess not band. five figures. Sorry, they'll make six figures. So, you know, you, you sit out, you're guaranteed seven figures, maybe eight. But you get hurt and you drop down to under a million. That's worth the... Yeah. That's uh, worth it. Love you guys. I'm sitting out. <laughs> Have fun playing your meaningless game. Well, not meaningless, but relatively of, meaningless. I'm thinking about my future here. Okay? Yeah. Let yeah. me sit, sit out this one and, and make my career last longer because of it. Yeah, relatively meaningless game. So if you expand <clears throat> the playoff to eight and you have to add another week, another bowl game, um, the four losers of the first round, it kind of looks bad. Mm-hmm. And I think you would get um, a team, one of your wild cards, your non-Power 5, or even a, a Power 5 runner-up playing in Alabama and it's a blowout, people will just be like, this is pointless. So I I feel like if they expanded to eight teams, it would last a year. And then come back to four. Yeah, I think they'd (laughs) rather put up with the drama now and see what happens. So because an undefeated UCF team is not going to happen every year. Because it doesn't. They They missed a real good nugget right there. Yeah. And I think had they not put two SEC teams in the playoff, they would be hearing less flack. So because it's it's kind of compounded. Mm-hmm. Not only did you leave out undefeated UCF, which you can make the argument they didn't have a very strong schedule because they didn't. Right. And uh, I, I get it. But you I have understand. that. But you still have that diversity in the playoff yeah. that you're looking for. Yeah, I, I understand why they didn't put UCF in the playoff, and that that's a hindsight 2020. I'm not blaming them for that, but I am blaming them for putting two SEC teams in the playoff. Dude, I'm, I'm just sitting here looking at their scores from this season against the teams they played. And, you know, you were just saying they may not have had the toughest schedule, but they are beating these teams down. Yeah, no, it wasn't every, close. It wasn't close. I mean, like their first game, I mean, okay, let's see. I guess this is going backwards. But just some of their scores, like 62-55 is one of their closer ones, 49-42. Then you got 45-15, 49-24, 31-24, 73-33. That was a score. Yeah. Uh, 31 21, 63 21, 51 23, 40 to 13, 38 to 10. You know, that's like three to four possession games. A lot of those. Yeah. Just destroying teams. And they beat Auburn, who beat the two teams. Beat them by a touchdown, yep. They beat the team that beat the two teams in the championship. That seems kind of wrong. It does seem wrong. It seems a little <laughs> wrong. So, what does UCF do? They're going to raise a national championship banner. At their school and leave it. Oh, really? They're claiming a national championship. They're claiming <laughs> that they are the 2017-2018 college football national champs. That is awesome. Just like what could have been. Yeah, they made a logo. <laughs> they have a banner. They're giving the giant finger to the playoff committee and to all this drama. <laughs> and I I approve. I think that's great. You know, more banter. And especially, you know, it's not. Yeah. Well, it's well deserved. It, yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. Do I think that UCF would survive the grind that is the SEC or the Big Twelve? No, mm-hmm. the, the depth comes an issue. But because you were slighted, and they were, and other teams were slighted too. Ohio State was slighted. Um, you could argue Wisconsin was slighted because mm-hmm. uh, they had a great season and they won their bowl game. There, there's a few teams that had a chance to make the playoff. 
And no. I remember the thing when we made our bet with Ohio State and Wisconsin. You you took Ohio State as a number eight seed over Wisconsin number three seed because their their schedule difficulty was just way higher, and they've been performing in those games and winning. And Wisconsin hadn't played anybody, and they're five seeds higher in the ranking, and then they got beat. Yeah, got beat down. So <laughs> so I mean, it, there's a certain added unpredictability that comes with it. I mean, that as with any sport or mm-hmm. any game, really, but. This is one of those things that's going to be really hard to make everybody happy, and they've got to get it right. Like they can't overlook these types of things, you know, if they're going to want to be want to be as popular as they want it to be. Well, another fun little fact here: Alabama didn't play for the SEC championship because they lost the Iron Bowl. They lost their last regular season game to Auburn. Oh, so Auburn made the SEC championship game against Georgia, <laughs> and. You know, they'd already played Georgia, beat them, lost to Georgia in the SEC championship game. But that's a championship game in the SEC. That's a physical, rough game, which I'm sure somebody got hurt. I didn't watch it. (laughs) But Alabama got to sit at home and lick their wounds, get fresh, study, and then made the the tournament anyway. Mm -hmm. So now they're playing a game fresher, playing the championship game. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. That that's that's another letter. Yeah, that's another letter you know, to the committee. That's that's three strikes and you're out, kind of thing. And the committee messed up because mm-hmm. people are like they didn't win their championship, which last year they said you need to win your championship game to get in. Yeah, Saban said that, <laughs> and then and then lo and behold, don't win your you you know don't win your conference and where yet championship. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So kind of why I think uh, Saban's a mobster. I think what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to make all this whole talk about college football. I'm going to make like a highlight and we're going to send it to the committee and be like, listen, listen, you bleeps, you bleeped up, <laughs> you bleeping McBleepy faces, you bleeping blew it, you bleeping bleeps. <laughs> well, that was some damn good discussion on some college football. Sorry so. about the rant guys. No, it's all good. You're, so. you're passionate. You, you care about college football. You messed it up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I can't talk about college football like you can. So that's, I'm glad to have you here on the team so you can, can spit some facts about <laughs> they kicked my dog <laughs> oh my gosh i haven't heard that in a long time uh good that was a classic prank call from back in the day you kicked my dog. Kick my dog uh so now um to finish things off there's more hall of fame talk going on in the nfl there's they've they have announced the list of finalists uh and we're gonna do sort of the same thing we did with the mlb section we're gonna I'm just going to list off some of the names. I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I know most of these people. So I probably do. So we can talk about, like, you know, if you know them, say something about them that, like, you remember. Okay. All right. So these are, according to NFL.com, the finalists for the Hall of Fame 2018. Okay. We got Ray Lewis. Baltimore. Who's that? <laughs> so Baltimore Ravens, very passionate dude. Has a very well-known introductory dance, sniff the grass, come into the field like a monster. Don't want to get hit by him. He's huge. He's huge. huge. I saw a highlight of Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson. I don't know which one it was. They're the same, but timing is everything in that one. Yeah. Um, but he was like trying to run over to make a play or like make a block. Ray Allen was like he was trying to Ray block Lewis. Ray Allen or Ray Ray Lewis. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm like thinking of the story and I'm getting the names mixed up. Uh, 
So he was trying to go block Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis wasn't even paying attention, and he ended up running him over on accident, just depleted him. And Ocho Cinco had the mic on. He's, he goes over to the bench. He's like, man, he whooped my ass. He wasn't even trying, <laughs> which is kind of funny he's because a, he's a tank. Yeah, and Ocho Cinco's kind of a hothead and just one of those annoying guys on the field, so it's funny to see him get knocked around. Uh, Brian Erlacher. He played for Chicago. Yes. He's also from Lovington, New Mexico, played for UNM. Ooh. Lovington is very close to my hometown. That's awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> but he's another one of those guys that plays with a lot of passion. Hello, Leah. Welcome to the stream. Hope you had a good holiday with Gavin. Hi, Leah. Hope you enjoyed the coast for the holidays. Yes. I have Gavin's Christmas present. I need to mail it to him. We didn't get him anything. I did. Just kidding. We got him something. Kelly handled it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Brian Erlacher. I remember that dude. Big, beefy guy. Could have been in WWE as one of the like, tank guys. Yeah. Monster. Barbed wire tattoo. Uh, Edron James. Uh, he was an Indianapolis Colt. He was a running back. Indeed. Um, I remember him. He had the dreads, kind of, like the short dreads. He did. Uh, Randy Moss. Man. Never heard of him. <laughs> uh, I remember you telling me a story how, like, He's one of those guys you don't expect the accent that comes out of his mouth when he talks. Yeah, every like if you weren't <laughs> if you weren't paying attention and they're talking about the game, you're like, man, who is the hick talking on the TV right now? And you look up, and it's Randy Moss. <laughs> you're like, I did not expect that because he's a big dude with a big thick Southern accent. Yeah, well, he's not to bring racing. He sounds like a big you know fat old white dude wearing a confederate <laughs> flag shirt he does like that's what he sounds like he does yeah, yeah. i agree so <laughs> west virginia the stereotypes are alive in this podcast yeah, yeah. i'm not saying i, I feel right. that way right uh but yeah you know, i i agree though his voice yeah. you're like i mean it's very distinctive though when you hear it now you're like oh that's randy moss i know because it's just yeah. so out of the north judge, judge a book by its cover or judge a voice by its sound something yeah judge a guy by his sound <laughs> <laughs> Randy Moss doesn't fit his voice. He really doesn't. Yeah, so, so uh, I was a huge Vikings fan when they had Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, mm -hmm. uh, Robert Smith, and, and then Klein Saucer was their fullback. And, like, I used to play Madden with that team. It was, like, the cheat code. I would just do, like, fly routes, and I'd isolate. YZ, Fly, Banana, <clears throat> Split, K. Split, yeah. Spider, 2Y, Banana. Yeah. Uh, I would just, like, isolate Randy Moss on a fly route. Beat everybody every time. Catch the ball, run it in for a touchdown. Be a harsh difficulty. Um, Becca, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Leah just gave us a poop emoji. Nice. Poop. I feel like they're, you know how you can react to the stream? Mm -hmm. I wish they had a poop emoji react. But there's just like smile, laugh, heart, like, frown, mad, up, thumbs up or down. Is it because we the, we the poop? We the poop. We the poop. Um... <clears throat> But yeah, Randy Moss is one of my all-time favorite players in the NFL. Then you got a guy like Terrell Owens, similar dominant wide receiver, played for a few different teams, namely the 49ers, Raiders, Cowboys, Cowboys. Uh, very outspoken guy. That's my quarterback, man. <laughs> um, then you've got Isaac Bruce, played that's, for the Rams, the greatest show on turf. That's kind of a throwback right there. Isaac Bruce is the same time as uh, Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner, Warner. Uh, the team that beat your first-year Titans in the Yeah, 99's. that's how I became a fan of the Titans. I picked the blue team in that Super Bowl. <laughs> Instead so. of the 
I don't know what color the Rams were. They were white, white and yellow. Okay. So it was the first Super Bowl that I knew what was going on. For those of you who don't know the story, so I was old enough to realize what football actually was. I remember that game vividly too. Yeah, and I was like, I like the blue team. Blue team, go blue team! Here we are. And back in the playoffs, but probably not going to make it past this week. That's all right. Never know. Never know. Um, I remember that game though very vividly too. We had like a seven layer. Dip. Seven layer dip. We had a seven layer dip my mom made and I was me and Michael, my brother, were just like in front of the TV, and that's when he became a Titans fan too, because he was just like the first years of Titans and this is awesome. Oh my gosh. At least from my memory. I don't think he was an Oilers fan. I mean who was? Unless you're a Warren Moon fan. Could be possible, but I don't know. Moon um, pies. John Lynch played for John the- Lynch played for the He's the GM of the 49ers right now. Uh, he <laughs> Keep it current. He, did he play for the Patriots? He played for – he might have for a little bit. Let's see. He played for the Broncos, didn't he? The Broncos for yeah. um, 04 to 07, but the Bucks from 93 to 03. That's how yeah. I remember him. He looks like an intelligent Wes Welker. Yes. He's just bigger. He's <laughs> <laughs> the same – like that facial structure is yeah. there. He's an intelligent Wes Welker. Uh, Brian Dawkins. uh a well-known Philadelphia Eagle. I was going to say, I know the name. I forget who he played for. He played for the Broncos for a couple of years, but, man, he's an Eagle. Everson Walls. I don't, don't know, know that is one. He a lineman? He's a cornerback. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Well, I guess Brian Dawkins was a safety. I thought he was more like a linebacker, but uh, Ty Law. I remember yeah. the name. Yep, Ty Law. Tony Baselli. <laughs> he only played for six, seven years. Sounds like a big Italian guy. Uh, he was a tackle. Yeah. 95 to 01, and then 2002 for the Texans. Uh, Kevin Maway. Maway? Yeah, he's a center or guard. Uh, Cody says, I'd put Rondo in that category. Moss is more severe as far as people's voices not matching the oh, matching yeah. Their body. Yeah, Rondo is kind of, you don't expect that. <laughs> There's another one in the NBA that always messes with me. Oh, that's a good one, though. Rondo does fit in that category for sure. Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's true. Uh, who else we got here? Joe Jacoby. Redskins tackle. Yeah. Steve Hutchinson. Yep. Alan Feneca. Feneca. Pittsburgh Steeler, New York Jets, Cardinals. Um, two senior finalists were announced in August 2017 by the Seniors Committee that reviews the qualifications of those players whose careers ended more than 25 years ago. One of those guys, we know. Robert Brazil, the linebacker for the Houston Oilers, 75 to 84, and a guy named Jerry Kramer. Jerry Kramer? He is a vandal. He is a vandal. Uh, he was a guard for the Packers from mm-hmm. 58 to 68. Jerry Kramer is... His, uh, his number's retired up in the Kiba Dome. Yeah, he's he's up there. And he, Did he I, block for freeze? Was he... Huh? Was he before Freeze? Or was he the same time as Freeze? Um, uh, Freeze, how do you spell his name? F-R-I-E-S-E? David Freeze? F-R... David Freeze? Yeah. I-E-S-E? S-E? I think. That's how you spell David Freeze? Yeah. Oh, that's a baseball player. Um, Let's see, Jerry Kramer. He Ooh. played for... I mean, he's from Jordan, Montana. I'll go to his Wikipedia page. Yeah, that guy from SpaceX I was talking about, he's from St. Mary's. St. Mary's? Yeah. Man, that's wild. Um, Let's see. 
He was at he's a standout player for the Vandals along with teammate Wayne Walker of Boise, a future All Pro linebacker for the Lions. Me me me. It doesn't say freeze anywhere in here. So I'm gonna say uh, it was he played for Coach Skip Stolly back in 1954, somewhere in there, 1956 ish. So yeah, because I mean he, his first year in the NFL was 58, so it had been just before that. I don't know when Freeze came in. Yeah, it's probably a different time. He's Google probably doesn't rank him very high. <laughs> Again, I don't want to dig through all the pages here, but. Yeah, so Jerry Kramer, a Vandal in the Hall of Fame wow. senior finalist. That's awesome, man. Um, we already talked college football, so I think that pretty much does it for the show today for the most part. Um, Championship game on Monday. Watch it. Don't expect much. It's going to be, I predict, it's going to be a grinded out, low scoring Kind of like the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, unless you like defense, it's kind of going to be a boring game, mm-hmm. which I appreciate defense. I don't really like watching all defense. It's like <laughs> yeah. I appreciate a good pitcher in the MLB. But a perfect game is really boring to watch until <laughs> any nine, eight and nine, you know, when it's when it's real tense. But right. for most of it, it's pretty damn boring. <laughs> so. so it's uh, Jalen Hurts, right? Mm-hmm. Kid for Bama. For Bama's. Uh that dude is interesting. He yeah. has the he's like the build of a running back. He's the build of a running back or a linebacker even. Yeah, he could be uh, he's that big. The guy on the other side of the ball, um, Georgia's quarterback is a freshman. So you got a couple different storylines and another thing I saw NFL memes posted this thing saying this guy is now my new favorite uh, college football player. And it was the kicker for Georgia, the yeah. guy with the goggles for for Ligno or something. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. He was he's clutch. That yeah, a, that fifty-five yarder before half. Rodrigo ah. Blankenship. Blan- yeah, Blankenship. when I say Ferrigo, Ferrigno, for Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah, his name is meme worthy. I mean, yeah. come on. So. He has a website. No, he came in clutch. He missed one that he should have made, but he made that clutch. Dude's got a website. I want to look at it real fast. Oh, it looks like he made this from his dorm room. Oh, this is ugly. <laughs> so, but yeah, they got a freshman quarterback. And then they have two great senior running backs. So, well, I I have a feeling Alabama's going to win too, but I want Georgia to. I want Georgia to win. Yes, I want Georgia to win. Somebody new in there hasn't hasn't really been up there like that. Well, I just Kirby Smart seems like less of a robot and less of a mobster than Saban, so I think it's a lot easier. To <laughs> It'd be cool to him. see the student beat the master, though. Uh, Freeze F R I E S Z was dropped. Uh, I knew it was weird. 90. Thank you, Alice. Drafted in the NFL in 1990. Okay, so he was like yeah, he's 30 years yeah, after. <laughs> my bad. I don't know my Vandal history. But hey, well. I got to see Jerry Kramer at a Vandal game. Oh, John Freeze. I said David Freeze. Oh, that's why. I ah. said David Freeze because I'm a Cardinals fan. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I think Alice can forgive me for that one. Yeah, I'll allow it too. Yeah. I don't give you My crap. Freeze priorities are different. <laughs> so, But I did see Jerry Kramer, though, for a homecoming game in, in Moscow. He was there and... I was just like, Whoa, legend, body. legend in the flesh. And Mike, Super Bowl, first year, Mike, played basketball with him. He stepped on my toe. It hurt really bad because he's huge. Not in a mean way. He's just a big guy. Alice had to look it up. She, 
I have a feeling Micah right now is typing something along the lines of, I can't type, so it's Kyle's fault. Uh, <laughs> I bet you if I search John Freeze, it brings it right up. Did I say John Freeze? No, you said David Freeze. Yeah, David Freeze. <laughs> what? I do a search for John Freeze. It shows pictures of him on the Seahawks, number 17, and it says former soccer player. <laughs> John Melvin Deep Freeze is a former professional football player in the NFL. That's funny. It says former soccer player in the subtitle. Look at David Freeze. See who he's playing for now. How do you spell his last name? Uh, I think it's F R E E S E. Okay. I think he plays for Yeah, C- he was the guy that showed up on my first search. Yeah, I think he plays for Cincinnati. Looks like the he's an American professional baseball third baseman for the Pittsburgh Pirates of Major League right. Baseball. Yeah, I was like, that's the wrong sport, but it's funny that his name is also sport. Yeah, guy. he was uh, the hometown hero when they beat the Rangers for the World Series. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think that pretty much does it for the show. Do you have any uh, final words you want to part the people with before we head out of here? What are we betting on? Well, we still have to fulfill our other bet. And so I don't know if we should do another bet on top of the bet we haven't fulfilled yet. I, I got to dig you in this hole, man. <laughs> See, well, Free Friend Friday at my gym just ended in December, so I'll have to find another Friday time. I know what I'm going to bet you this time. I'm going to bet that if if I win, you have to decorate your office. It'll be a friendly bet. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll, I can make a video. I'll do a live stream of me decorating so people can I, I would help. say do a time lapse. Set up a camera and do a time lapse. Put it to like the chicken. Just me standing here like I take a nap. (laughs) Okay, I like that one. Um, Let's see. If I win, you have to make five Lakers references in the next podcast. That's final? No. Damn. Let me fix this. Because um, it's not the Lakers I hate. <laughs> I know. And I just realized that that could have been bad references. It doesn't have to be good references. Um, I'm going to say you have to mention Lonzo Ball. And that's not still not as bad as LeVar Ball. Yeah. Because I, I refuse to believe that LeVar Ball is any way related to sports other than fathering a <clears throat> professional basketball player. <laughs> Okay, here's a good one. Well, it's good for me. You have to make five positive references about the Lakers. Kyle, I barely make five positive references anyway. I know. Bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> Not in college football. You made a lot of references to things there. Okay. But if I win, you have to decorate your office. Okay, I'll, I'll with take it. For the first... So there's an asterisk. The first month... It's decorated, but with no Laker gear. Okay, that's doable. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't have a lot to put. I mean, I I do have a Kobe action figure that Jacob gave me as a gift once. Another asterisk. Has to have one Boston Celtic (laughs) swag. (laughs) I'll buy the poster. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me like a little character. A bobblehead. Get you Kyrie bobblehead. Yeah, I get we'll, you a bird bobblehead. Let's just say, well, I'll decorate it, but um, right. we'll make it a big deal. Right. We'll decorate this place. Um, hopefully get some some cool memorabilia. I do have that ball signed by uh, Hunter Green 
that could be up in here somewhere. Um, big potential for the Cincinnati Reds and stuff. So, Brad, you're late. <laughs> yeah, Brad, you're way late to the to the show. We're signing off right now. Um, when I say nine Eastern time, I don't think he gets that it's two hours. Well, I'm east of something. <laughs> it's five o'clock. So I don't know. I can't. I'm done. Can't do it anymore. We went, we're like what two hours? Uh, we're just about just about two hours. So we, we're gonna call it good yeah, for the. We always day. talk. Oh, we need to cut it down. Then we need to. I know. Well, this one is different because of yeah. the new setup. We just kind of got carried away. It's our first show back after. Yeah. A hiatus. Worth it. Um, I did see that Clay commented on YouTube last week saying, "Oh snap!" He was like, "105 minute podcast. What up?" Brad says, <laughs> "Well, I was very very busy, and you guys were way late." Go go yell at whoever's doing the hiring for ITD because <laughs> I haven't gotten a phone call yet. Yeah. So, so what is our bet going to be on though? We haven't made the bet. Uh, Before we sign off here, well, we both want Georgia to win, so not that game. Yeah, it can't be that one. We could bet on the score, but that's complicated. Mm, we've got playoff games this weekend for the NFL. There's what eight wild card games. Or four? Yeah, four. Two Saturday, two Sunday. Hmm. Should we do picks again? Like we did the Christmas Day basketball games, and then we can put up a little thing on Instagram that talks about the plus or minus on whatever team. No, tell me the teams playing. We got Titans. Kansas Titans, City. Chiefs. Okay. And then you've got Falcons, Rams. Ooh. Bills, Jags. Ooh. Panthers, Saints. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so the bet is we're going to – Pick which team we think is going to win and give them a uh, how many points they're going to win by. So that way, if we pick the same team, whoever's closest to the number, plus or minus, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So like if they ended up winning by seven, but you said four, or if you said ten, but you're still three away from the the closest, like, like price, is right. yeah, price yeah. is right. Price is right. So we'll do that. And if I lose, I have to decorate my office for – uh, the podcast and stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty much just going to bring in all the stuff that I want to be in here. I'll try to throw in like a Celtics thing or something. This is a good bet for him. I'm I'm motivating him to decorate his office. <laughs> so. Well, hey, you know what would be awesome? This is just, a, you know, like a, what do you call it? Rabbit hole or like a sometime in the future type of thing. I want to get like green screens that go behind us. And then if we lose bets, there has to be a picture on the green screen of whatever, like it can be just an added thing to the bet. Like if you lose, you have to have this behind you for the whole show, something like that. Um, we could do a lot more with that kind of stuff. It'd be I'll really, let you handle that. It'd be I, interesting. I like rocks, so <laughs> green screen's all you. Uh, it's easy. To, it's really it's easy. It's easy. It's really easy. The computer pretty much, pretty much does it for you. Hmm. I can't talk anymore, so I think it's time, time to, to be done. So I want to say thanks to all the people that came through. I'm just going to scroll up here and uh, say some shout-outs to Alice. Thanks for coming through and chatting with us. Uh, we've got Andy, Cody, you the man for coming through and chatting with us. I appreciate it. David popped in for a bit. Danielle, Jacob even showed up. That's when you know hell's freezing over. Uh, then who else did we have earlier? We had some more people. Uh, where are the comments? All the comments are showing up. Oh, here we go. Uh Micah also commented. Uh, Jake was here for a bit. Pat was here for a good amount of time. Leah even sent us a poop emoji. So thank you to everybody for uh, showing up for the show today and the new setup in my office. Um, Titans beanie because I'm a Titans fan, Brad. 
<laughs> Though I am betting against them this week. You're betting against your own team, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Chiefs are going to win. All right. Well, that'll be interesting. <laughs> yep. But, again, thanks for tuning in to Episode 34 of the Abstract Sports Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Those are the main ones. Go to abstractsports.com, read some articles. Uh, let us know what you think of the show, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Same time, same place. We're out. Also, just a heads up, on this next screen it says live on Twitch. Don't listen to that. It's on Facebook. I didn't bring the right file with me. So, all right, we're out of here. Cheers, everybody. Have a good weekend.